kind of upside down. Rest in penis. Oh. This is good. Are we good? Is this good? How, how do you feel about being cremated? Uh, I don't really care either way. That's, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. But I, my my fear is that for some reason my body can feel pain after I die, and I'll, I'll still know, like be experiencing burning. But then again, you get if you don't do the cremation, then you get your organs all taken out and uh, stuffed and. So no, uh, you get um, what's it ways. called when they put the tube in you and they drain all your blood? Yeah, that's scary. You get a C-section. No, they put that tube in you and they're like, <laughs> "What's that called?" A C-section. They tried to do it to Stone Cold Steve Austin one time. <laughs> Kane and Undertaker tried to do it. Huh? Didn't remember embalming. They yeah, embalmed, embalming. Embalmed, yeah. Do you need that? You don't actually have to put a body through embalming it's just a way to charge them a lot more money and for some reason people think you have to do it doesn't that stop them from rotting though yeah but the only time the reason that they do it it, it, like but in most cases the body's buried before any severe like or even like minor like decomposing takes place oh okay so like the the most famous time they did this and it, it's what kicked this off was whenever they decided to tour lincoln's body around the country and then everyone's like oh this is something you have to s- start doing because it's a sign of like prestige like the movie the prestige yeah it's one of christopher nolan's only good films i haven't i've seen that but i was too young to remember he's it. made a lot of good films I'm, i just don't like them now yeah. all right so this is our show welcome to break room bullshit we're two uh, minutes in. <laughs> oh, are we? We're not doing that. Why? Did I? Did Did Jen Risen get our address? Yeah, I think so. I haven't been able to check the PO box. <laughs> oh. Well, no, because what happened was they were supposed to fix it because when they fucking did it, they put the wrong PO box number on it at first, and there was some fucking new guy training, so he fucked it up. So they had to have the supervisor fix it. So I went back a couple of days later for them, <clears throat> for them to fix it. And they still didn't do it again. They said they'd call and they never did. And I think they might have tried to call when I was in Chicago. So I'm going to stop down there tomorrow. What the fuck are you looking at me like that for? Do you find the keys? No, they're gone. I told you they're gone. <laughs> How are we going to get them? You just asked me. I'm like, getting hey, a third stuff- key. <laughs> the third key was sitting there waiting to be given to me, but they couldn't do it until they got the P.O. box fixed. Hmm, I see. But you not believe me or something? I see. I hate you. See, uh, so this is our yeah. show. This is Break Room BS. Um, welcome to our show. I don't even know what we did at the beginning. Was it anything bad? Uh, I don't. I don't want to keep this though. Well, it's too bad. We got it at this it's point. It's too bad because we have to delete it. Why? Because this is dumb. Why is it dumb? Because I don't know. What, what, what the fuck were we even talking about? Embalming? <laughs> yeah, that's entertaining shit. <laughs> That's entertaining shit. I didn't say anything stupid or racist, did I? You never do. I'm not racist. Why, <laughs> why would I ask why, that? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything. Not that I ever would, but did I? <laughs> well, accidentally. I love Dude. all. I love all members of the spectrum here. I, I asked. I asked Naj if if he was in my neighborhood the other day, and I'm like, "Dude, I saw someone just like you. I swear to God, he looked just like you. Like, like 
stature, everything. And Donze's like, you saying all black people look the same? I'm like, no. Like, I wasn't and, saying that, but then, that's and, what you're and then, and then I started over-explaining to, like, get myself out of it. And he started laughing. He's like, dude, I'm just fucking with you. I'm like, oh. You get all paranoid that you're racist and don't realize it? Yeah. Um, so make sure you guys follow us on YouTube. Or subscribe. How do they subscribe on YouTube? What do they click? Uh, you can click, uh, you can look us up. At Break Room BS, I think is the name of our Break channel. Break Room BS on YouTube. Break. Subscribe. What's Make that? Subscribe. It's a coin. It's a Two Face coin. It's Make a Batman sure. coin. It's the one you gave me at work the other day. <laughs> it's in your pocket. Okay. Why not? Has <laughs> ever put a fucking coin in their pocket before? Some new thing that I'm starting a new trend. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Break Room BS One. That's number one. Um, and all of our all of our shits everywhere. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a full show. This isn't like an Anchor one. So, um, yeah, we put out a lot of stuff on Anchor and all that. So you can go there and give us money and whatnot. Uh, this is, well, okay, so here's what happened. Donate, donate. Yeah, is there anything else we normally spout off in the beginning here I forgot? Um, Cover all the bases, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to us, there's a good chance you know how to find us at this point. Uh, yeah, you're an asshole. Um, so, uh, what this show, this is going to be, we're going to cover StarCast and All In. I'm gonna, I'm gonna in the beginning here. I'm kind of give a general overall uh, talk about Starcast to Gable because um, I just got back today. Um, but uh, after this opening, there's gonna be four segments of me covering each day. They're only like ten or fifteen minutes long. They're not that long at all. It's just me talking a little bit about what happened in the day, who I met, stuff like that, about the convention to kind of give you guys a feel of how Starcast went. And then after all four of those, uh, Gable and I are gonna be back to cover All In. We're gonna review All In. Which I went to. I was all in. Gable was all in in spirit. Yes. Yes. I was there. He was there too, actually, physically. I was there. Physical manifestation. Of <laughs> I, dude, I have a shirt and a pin to prove it. I was wrong about all in. Remember how I said we had like the worst seats in the top section in the last row of the top? Yeah. We had the second to last row of the top. <laughs> <laughs> we were nice. We were eighth row. We weren't ninth row. Um, yeah, so basically, Star. Okay, okay, Starcast. <laughs> okay. It was the first... Okay, have you ever been to a convention? Any type of convention? Like a Comic-Con type thing um, ever? We have my Oh, family here we go. Reunion. This is going to be serious. Family reunion in a bingo hall. Cool. So there's that. Do you guys sit at a table and charge people for autographs at your family reunion? Uh, no, we put money in a basket and we get a ticket and we put the tickets in these bags that represent other baskets that have prizes in it. Kind of like a drawing. Okay. A bunch of drawings. Okay, so I'm not saying this because of anything you just did, so don't think that you weren't doing you were doing bad just now. But whenever T and I were driving down, we had a podcast on and we were listening to it. It was Alvarez and Meltzer, uh-huh. and Alvarez is talking. And whenever Meltzer would talk, he would be like super quiet, and I got so fucking pissed off because <laughs> I couldn't hear him. And I was like, "Why won't he just speak up?" And it made me think of you sometimes. I ha- I, I I was just about to say I have done that before, yeah. so it's completely. You're uh, Dave Meltzer. Yeah, it's gonna. That's funny because you're giving star ratings, dude. This is you the the, the Sparkle Melters. Yeah. The Sparkle Melters make their debut. The Sparkle Melters. Yeah. Is, it, is it, should we stick with that, or That's can fine. you think of anything funnier? Let's do that. I like it. So, um, this this was the first time I've ever done a st- this this convention. Now, I've been to conventions. They've done a number of times, and they've they've gone terribly wrong, and they've had a bunch of issues, right? Sparkle Dave's. Yes. Continue. So this is the first time they've done it. So you would be like, fuck, this could be... Remember I texted you the first time, I was like, I think this is going to be a disaster. I texted you that. So, like, 
for the first time they've done this convention, it wasn't really that bad for a first time. Like, it there were parts that weren't super organized, but a lot of it wasn't their fault. It was like people not showing up, people being late. That's kind of out of their control. Mm-hmm. But they could have had a better plan in place to fix stuff like that. Like I've always, I've never seen this at a convention before, ever. But I think what all conventions should do is they should have a, a, a room set aside. Because meet and greets are normally in certain rooms. A room set aside for when there's an issue. Like let's say someone's running late. For, throw them in the other room when they get there so that other room stays on time. You know what I mean? So nothing gets behind schedule. Have a spare room for emergencies so you never have... Because what happened at this one one day, someone ended up being late. The next one fell back and they couldn't get back on track the whole rest of the day. Like everything was just fucked up. So you didn't know where stuff was. Gotcha. And the main issue this convention had was the staff. The staff did not know what the fuck was going on half the time. There was this one wrestler, Dutch Mantel. He was listed as being in like the vendor room. I couldn't find him. No one knew where the fuck this guy was. So I see this Dutch Mantel walking through the hallway with a StarCast staff member in front of him, behind him. I'm like, oh, thank God I found him. They're walking somewhere. I go up to the guy behind him, the staff member. I go, dude, you know where he's signing at? He's like, no, and turns around and walks away with it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're with him. <laughs> ask someone. Like, what the fuck? Like, anytime you ask the staff something, they didn't know what they were doing. So that was that was kind of annoying. But for the most part, it was in the best part about it, which I, I think I talk about the first day, is their own organization worked in our favor. Like, a way they had a lot of the meet and greets set up is they would have a room and they'd have three or four guys in the same room. So you wait in a line and you go in and go to each person. So you don't have to wait in four different lines, right? You wait in one line, you go through all the different guys, get them and leave. So they would take your ticket at the door. So once you get inside the room, they don't know whose ticket you have. And they're just like, all right, who do you have? And I'm like, oh, well, I have all of them. <laughs> he doesn't lie. They don't know. <laughs> so you can just get all these free autographs, which was cool, because they're stupid. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> Dave openly admitting to a crime. Oh, I did it a lot. I don't Tito think it's a crime. It it's not. They're just dumb. But overall, it was really cool. I met a lot of people. Um, like After this, like I said, I cover each day. So there are some stories about some of the people. You'll hear that there. But it was a pretty cool convention. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I think I might have got too many meet and greets because there was a lot of shit going on at the same time. Um, other than a little bit of disorganization, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Um, any questions about StarCast, Gable? you have any questions about the convention? Oh, I, I could have prepared questions. Um, let's see here. Interrogate me. Well, how, how many people did you meet total? Do you have a number? Probably around, I'd have to say around 35. So 37 is a good guess? I think 37. We'll go with Talk 37. while I count because if it's 37, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to laugh my ass that off. That's going to be crazy. Here, keep him entertained. i got to count. Uh, Rigor mortis is a One, uh, muscle two, stiffness three, four, that sets in uh, after five, you die. Six, seven. <laughs> Who's that? Eight. Oh, no. Nine. There's something I missed. Ten. You'll see him eventually. Okay. Um, 11, oh god. Are you inside of that person? What's 16, going 17, on? 18, 19, Wait, 20, 21, oh. 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 
29. Dude, I didn't know Ian Riccoboni could bend 30, like that. 31, 32. <laughs> I was inside him. 35. 36. Uh, 37. Oh, 38. Joey Ryan. 39. 40. Dude, you need to go back 41, and unmeet like at least five people. 41. 42. Do groups count as multiple? 44. Yeah. 45. Do the do the boots count? 47. 48. 49. Is this an X-rated convention? 50, like, what's going on? 52. 53, 54. 55, 56, 57. I didn't know that's what feathers look like when they're wet. <laughs> 59, 60, 61. 60. I met 62 people there. <laughs> Jesus Dude, Christ. It was a lot. You really undershot with the 37. I, I wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah, I met a lot of fucking people. Um, it, it was a good time. I'm really, I gotta say though, even as I was there, it was a great event, a great convention. Like, all in was great. But I was just like, man, I can't fucking wait for MSG next year. Like, that and WrestleCon. Because WrestleCon is like supposed to be the the be all end all of wrestling conventions, so we're gonna go to WrestleCon and the MSG show, the New Japan ROH one. I'm really fucking pumped for that, so that's gonna be really cool. Nice. So I'm at 62. Any other questions? Um, let's see, let's see. Who is the coolest to meet? My top three favorite. Okay, fair I'm enough. I'm basing it on nicest, the coolest okay. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jim Ross, super fucking nice. Super nice dude. Very polite. Yeah, I probably already said this, but I'm gonna say it again here anyway. But whenever we were the, we were literally number one in line to meet him because we had the earliest. We were the first ones there, just because we had shit to do. We want to get it out of the way. So Tito goes over. He sits there and talks to him for like a good minute or so. I go over. He sits there and is just talking to me, just talking and like being real, real cool. We go back two hours later to get someone else later, and he's finishing him up. Finish him up. There's a few people left. He's still spending just as much time with them two hours later. Wow. But yeah, he was real cool. He was real nice. Nice. Um, him, the Briscoes were top three, too. They were real nice. They were cool. Really? Dude, they were real cool. Are they anything like their characters at all? No. <laughs> it's so funny. And dude, probably, probably, if not number one, number two was the firing squad. They were so cool. <laughs> nice. Dude, it was so weird because you're so used to seeing them and they're just like smiling and happy and laughing like, oh, hey, I'm like, this is so fucking weird because I've never <laughs> seen them out of character ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they were real nice. Dude, they were I, cool. I can't wait to see what what their their next move is. Yeah, I'm curious too. Yeah. Tito was saying how uh, on Wikipedia now where if you look up Bullet Club, it has both factions listed now. It has the OGs who's in that one okay. and the Elite and who's in that one. So I was like, that's cool. Nice. The, it's official. It's, a, it's official. It's, any, offic- it's official because it's, it's on Wikipedia. It's on this website that anybody with an account could edit. Yeah, but you got to get a verified account to edit. It's true, but... I don't know. I'm just saying that. Yeah. I don't even know if it has to be verified in I, any way. Dude, I, I, uh, I edited something when I was in like eighth grade one time on there it was there for maybe five minutes and then got taken down nice but yeah dude tom and tom was real cool he did the he did the cocked fist for me nice cocked fist which is funny the roman reigns fist yeah yeah and he gave the finger though when he was doing it and then uh whenever because that was the second time i met them i had him do that because i got your autograph i gotta give you your autograph i didn't bring that oh that's right i forgot i got you the fire all three of them 
Um, it well, wasn't personalized though. No, that's a, I, I don't. I'm not but, a personalized um, type guy. I think I, I said except, this on. Um, except that Jason David Frank yeah. one's so funny. Because I like, wouldn't think I wouldn't have thought of anything cool right. to say anyway. But yeah. I think I said this on the second day I talked. But it was really funny because I walk up and I told him I was like, "Can I get the the cocked finger?" Because he gave the finger when he's cocking the fist, and Tom kind of starts laughing. So they do it, and after it's over, like Tom Galau just busts out laughing because like <laughs> Tom was just going like this the whole time and like laughing. It was, re- <laughs> it was really funny. Dude, um, I just I just imagine him maniacally laughing dude, like he's like some sort of evil genius. <laughs> they were really cool, so they were super nice. So the second time I bought the the firing squad shirt off of them, so they were cool. Nice. Um, yeah, so it was a fun time. So, just like an 8 by 10 or Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, sir. Yeah, dude. They, yeah, dude. They've got me a, a, a shit ton of stuff. Got him a shirt. Uh, that pin. Yeah, the all-in pin. pin. Dude, I'm a, I'm a pin collector. You, you like you, pins. Yeah, dude, I, I, I think I've showed you the Disney board before, right? Yeah. Yeah. You like there's, pins. There's so many pins. Um. Oh, yeah, and I also bought some... Uh, which I, I probably talked about too, but I bought. They, he had Jr. had a three for twelve deal. He had a bunch of shit like ketchup, different seasonings, like jerky stuff. <laughs> nice. I bought two things of jerky and a barbecue sauce. Oh yeah, yeah. I tried the jerky. The jerky was really good. Yeah, very but, smoky. But initially, I thought it was just twelve bucks one thing. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I was like, three for twelve is not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, but uh, all right. So this is let's wrap up the intro here, and then uh, wait, who is the worst person to meet? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know that I met anyone that was... Nobody was a dick at all? No one was a dick. Oh, I didn't say this on here, though, but Jay Lethal... Wait, did we say that in the beginning of this? I don't I can't know. remember. But we're, my plan was to try to get some people to intro, like, hey, this is blah, blah, you listen to Breaker oh, we BS. And the first one I tried was Jay Lethal, and he was just like, ah, I can't, man. I, anything like that, I have to get permission from ROH because I'm on, under contract. And I was like, oh, okay, it's cool. So I didn't really ask anyone else after that, but he wasn't not not cool by any. Oh, whenever I met him, too, I was like, um, I was like, so are we going to uh, get to see the Macho Man? The Macho <laughs> Man gear tomorrow? When I met him, he was like, oh, we'll have to see. <laughs> sure did. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Do you, about that. you know we're not allowed to give out posters at work, right? The company disallows us from doing that. Yeah, they're right, you're right. We have to See get, what I did there? It was, we have it to was get special permission. It was a fake up, made up lie, so I didn't have to do it. <laughs> no, Jay Lethal wouldn't lie. Yeah. That's not cool. Um, yeah, so that's about. I can't think of anyone that was actually like a dick that wasn't cool. I mean, to be honest, the one that sticks out the most uh, was Kenny Omega and Ibushi for like kind of. They weren't dicks, but I should do the picture of them, right? I'd have to look at it again, but yeah, I, I'll I think pull you it up did. real quick. But like, the, I don't know that I don't know that it was their fault, but like people were kind of like being rushed through. But like the picture I got with them, they were just like, like they looked like they didn't really want to be there at all. Like taking the picture. Um, let me find it here. This is rare. We go. Oh God, so look many. at their look at their faces. And Kenny's like, eh, and Ibushi's like, eh. <laughs> Did Ibushi? I mean, Kenny, Kenny's, you can pass off as a Kenny face. I do like that shirt he has, by the way. Oh, the Kenny Omega the, shirt. Yeah, is that a Golden Lover one? Is that what that is? I see a G, and I I, I think maybe an L on the other side? I think I they know. might be fucking. Yeah, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny's face you can get away with, but Koda's is straight up like 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 slanted mouth, like disgusted, like, ugh. <laughs> This you, bald did, white man wants my picture. <laughs> did you forget to put deodorant on, Dave? Is no, that what dude. Happened? I smelled really good every day. I'm a good smeller. Nice. I smell good, you know. Is that cool? Let me see. Is it, 
Colt's takes two for Dude, each one. Colt's so great. Yeah, Colt's funny. Whenever I met him, I was like, Dude, I was, dude, I was like, when it got down to you and Bully Ray, I was certain you were fucking winning. I was sure of it. Yeah. When it was just you two, he's like, yeah. I was like, because it's in Chicago, your hometown. He's like, yeah, it made sense. But, of course, we all know who showed up. We'll get into that later. But uh, that's it. That's it for the intro. We'll be back where you're going to hear four days of StarCast. And then after that, some all in. Hey, yo, just real quick thing here, real quick add-on. After we finish recording the next day, I finally got our fucking P.O. box working. Got in there, found a little note, and we got a package from the greatest person on earth, our best fr- our best fan, Jen Rosen. Awesome. She sent us a great gift. Uh, as I said on Twitter, we are now an award-winning podcast. We officially have our trophies that Jen Rosen sent us. It was really nice of her. Jen, we love you. Um, uh, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do post it. I think I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm going to put a picture of it up on the fucking podcast, on the podcast video. I'm just going to pick, put a picture of him up there during the show here at some point. So uh, just a real quick thanks to Jen. I just wanted to record this real quick because we already did the podcast. We wanted to throw this in there. Thank you very much, Jen. Oh, well, hello, everyone. This is Dave here without Gable because Gable sucks. And since he's never going to listen to this, it doesn't matter that I said it. I am going to give you... A little 10 to 15 minutes, perhaps, of talk about StarCast, since I'm currently at StarCast and All In out here in Chicago with Tito, who's laying in bed jerking off right now, which is making this awkward, but enjoyable. So, uh, so yeah, I'm just going to run down each day for you, just give you a, a quick little uh, insight as to how it's going. Um, I just got done getting yelled at by Jackie because I didn't know what her favorite or her least favorite Marvel movie was. That is Captain America. If anyone ever asks Jackie or talks to Jackie, make sure you get that right or she will tell you that you're a dick. So there's that. But the the, the, the travel was pretty good. Uh, we drove out here after uh, getting the rental car, which uh, the only rental car they had was a Ford F-150, which we didn't feel like you know, getting out a loan to pay for gas. So luckily we could trade that for a, a Nissan Altima, which was nice. The drive was pretty uneventful. Uh, we almost we almost died. We drove into a hurricane or a tornado or a, a tsunami or something halfway through. Something that was pretty rough. But uh, we made it. Um, we, uh, the first day, well we got here yesterday and then today was the first day of StarCast. Uh, last night we got some Chicago deep dish pizza, which Tito has never had. He hated it. He said it was the worst pizza he's ever had. Actually, he enjoyed it. That was a lot. It was really good. It was better than the last time I was out here. So that was really good. Uh, the StarCast show itself, I, I have to admit, uh, I was even texting Gable. I was like, this show is going to be a fucking disaster. I mean, I've been to a lot of conventions. I've been to Wizard Worlds and, and other conventions where they, uh, they've they run them a number of times and it was still a fucking mess sometimes. Things come up now. This is just the first day of StarCast, so it could get worse or get better. But um, I have to say I was somewhat pleasantly surprised by how it was run. Um, there were definitely a few issues, but for the most part... We got all the autographs we needed on our first day. We got to the panel we wanted to get to with time to spare in front of it. Um, discussed the panel in a second here. There was an issue with that. But um, 
Uh, firstly, we got there around noon to check in, and uh, we ran into the Conrad himself in the uh, lobby. We seemed to just be going up to fans and just saying hello to him, which was really cool. So we took that as a good time just to approach him and and then get a quick, quick 10-second chat with him and get a picture with him, which was really cool. Um, I, I was asking about Hulk Hogan. I know Tito mentioned to me that uh, Conrad said there was someone that was asking for too much money to do the NWO panel, I believe, a reunion. So I asked him if he, if he tried to get Hulk Hogan. He said he didn't even try. He said it wasn't even worth trying. He didn't even try. So that was interesting. Um, so that was cool. Uh, and then uh, after we got back there, we took a, we, 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 we came to the hotel and we made the maid think that we were fucking in here, which was really funny because she went up to the peephole and then just kind of listened to the door because she heard me making some perverted noises. That was funny. Um, so then we went back to StarCast, got there like around 3.30 for the 5 o'clock meet and greets and got in line early because I know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, before we left StarCast to come back, before we came back to the hotel, I made sure we walked around. Knew where everything was at, so we knew where we were going, so we'd have a plan when we got back there. We knew where the meet and greets were. We knew where everything was. So we get back there around 3.30 to get in line. Uh, we are the first people in line for the meet and greets because we're great. Um, surprisingly, there was a couple cool people we talked to in line. Normally, every one of the conventions is annoying and fucking stupid, um, but that was cool. Um, so, uh, the meet and greets, they, <laughs> they started off a little rough. Um, Tito wanted them to make sure that they were rushing people through, and boy, were they fucking rushing people through. Um, they actually had, uh, they have, I've never been to a convention where they did this. I mean, uh, they had the, the StarCast employees, the workers, taking everyone's pictures for them. Normally they'll have someone that can do it if you don't have someone, but they were taking everyone's pictures for them, I guess, to speed it up. Um, a couple of our pictures got fucked up, um, but we were able to go back later and then get them over again, so they turned out good, but, uh, I thought that was a little weird, um, a couple times we actually just, we were just like, you know what, I'm just gonna take the picture myself and just did it, and they didn't even have a problem with it, so we might try that a little more tomorrow, um, but the meet and greets themselves, they were pretty fast, uh, we met the Bucks and Cody first, they were cool, um, really fast, like I said, though, I got, um, my poster signed by both of them, and then we met Marty. Um, apparently, he was talking shit on me, though. Uh, I w <laughs> the uh, StarCast guy got my phone, took the picture of me with the Bucks and Cody after Tito already went through. He just sat on the fucking table, wouldn't even tell me where he put it. So Tito's over there kneeling next to Marty like he's going to suck his cock off or something, waiting for the picture. And then Mar and Marty goes to Tito, your friend left you there. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I didn't hear it, but he told me after the fact. So I got my phone back, and then we took the pictures. Uh, SCU, uh, SCU was gloating about giving out free T-shirts if you got their autograph, and then we went up there, and they were asking for 25 bucks. so that was cool. <laughs> I didn't do that. But um, the SCU picture got messed up, but we were able to go back later. But we got through that meet and greet pretty fast. I liked how they had to set up. Normally they have a – well, a lot of the conventions, it's just, you know, each, each meet and greet's a line. You go to one line, you get the meet and greet, you go to a new line. They're doing it the way the ROH shows have them set up, it seems. They have one room with, like, three or four different meet and greets. You get in one line, you go to every table, you get all their meet and greets. It's very well done. It's much fucking better than waiting in three to three or four different lines. It goes, goes way faster in the grand scheme of things. So that was cool. Um, so we were able to get through that room. When <laughs> We went to go to the next room, and this is where a little disorganization kind of got annoying. We go outside into the lobby. There's a line that's about 50 fucking miles long, 
and people in it don't even know which room they're going to, all fucking disorganized. So I said, fuck this. I just walked up to the door for the other room. I said, can we, can we go? Is this where this is? We need to go in. And she's like, yeah. So Tito came over, and we got right in that room, and then we got through that room, and the thing that was really cool was <laughs> because they're a little disorganized with it, they have people at the doors taking your tickets for the meet and greets. We have you know three or four meet and greets in the room. person at the door scans it, they don't necessarily know who you're getting by the time you get to the tables. So uh, by the time we got to the second room, Tito was getting Shivani. Uh, I was getting Medusa. Well, I'm like, Tito, fuck this. Why don't we just both get them all? They're not going to know. So I got Shivani's for free and he got Medusa's for free because they asked where we were seeing. We're just like, we're both doing all of them. They're like, okay, they, because they took our tickets to the door. So we got a couple of free autographs and photos. So that was pretty badass. We're hoping to implement this tomorrow some. Uh, hopefully tomorrow we can do this a lot more and get a bunch more autographs and photos for free. Hopefully they don't catch on. Um, so that was cool. Uh, we got we got both of them. Um, so we got done with all of our meet and greets a little over an hour, maybe an hour and ten minutes. Very fast. I was very surprised. Hopefully it's like this all weekend. Uh, and that gave us some extra time because I was worried to take too long and we'd miss the panel, the uh, Monday Night Wars debate. But we had some extra time, so we went out to the car, put some stuff in, came back in. We we wandered the, the vendor room um, where uh, I met uh, Masa, and I don't know if it's his girlfriend, if it is good for fucking Masa, because she's hot. Uh, we met Masa and whoever he was with, and uh, because I watched Being the Elite, I wanted a picture, so he was really cool, and Tito got, got a picture for me with both of them. Um, and Masa just seemed like a fan, just going around meeting people and whatnot, so that was cool. And then I ended up getting uh, Mandy Leon's uh, autograph and photo with her, too. She's super fucking hot, so I was like, why not? Um, so that was cool. And uh, I think that was about all we did before the panel. Before we went to the um, the panel, we, we ended up going back after that and getting the photos that got fucked up redone. So that was cool that we got to get those fixed. Um... Yeah, so then we headed to the uh, Monday Night Wars debate panel. Now, how this was set up was the Platinum people were supposed to get priority seating for the, for these panels. So uh, it starts at 7. We get there at like 6.52. We go in the room. The room's fucking full. I'm like, all right, well, what the fuck happened to Platinum priority seating? Apparently, if you get there 15 minutes earlier before, all the Platinum people go up front so you can get some good seats, but then they let everyone else in after that, and then it's full. I mean, the, the, the panel rooms aren't very big, at least the first one we went into. So I kind of get why they would do it. I mean, otherwise, it's basically going to be a room full of platinum seats and no one else can go in there. But it was kind of annoying. I just took a seat out of the crowd and put it in the back and sat in it. Uh, Tito just had to stand the whole time. Um, I think he was, like, fingering some fat guy in the ass or something in the back. Yeah, they were having a good time with each other. They are actually just talking. And the guy was mentioning how he thinks Conrad might have bit off a little more than he can chew, which I kind of, I kind of agree with a little bit. But I gotta say, for their first convention, the first time he's doing it, it could be a lot worse. We didn't miss any of our meet and greets, and we didn't miss the panel. So there's definitely some complaints. But so far, since I got all the meet and greets and we got to the panel, I don't have much complaining to do as of yet. But uh, whenever we met Conrad, I was uh, another thing I said to him. I was like, "Are you excited for your first convention?" And he goes. He goes, yeah, I'm not doing this again. He's like, this is, I'm done. This is too stressful, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know how... how he's, they said the same thing in the panel, too, because he, he moderated it. I don't know how legit that is. I feel like if he made enough money, he's probably going to do it again. Um, but uh, the panel was pretty good. It was Bischoff and, 
and Pritchard. It was, it was a pretty good panel. We enjoyed it. So that was about it. That was it. We got some food. And then we just came back to the hotel. So that was about it for the first night. So we're going to get some sleep. We got a long day ahead of us tomorrow. I got tonight, I got a poster signed. Six, four of the six elite guys signed the poster. I got a Bruce Pritchard uh, figure signed. Tomorrow, I got six fucking figures I got to take with me and the poster to get signed. Uh, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be... I'd say probably the worst part was all the shit we had to hold and nowhere to put it. At one point, we just sat all our shit in a fucking corner and some woman with a camera was watching it for us while we got a photo op because we just had so much fucking stuff and nowhere to put it. That was a little annoying, but um, it could have been worse. could have been a lot worse. So definitely enjoying it so far. We'll see how it goes tomorrow. So uh, I will bid you adieu. For tonight, for this this one, and there probably won't be a break, so we'll probably go straight into the next one. But for now, goodbye and good night. All right, so I'm not even, I'm not really testing. I'm just going to record here. Now, this is day two of Starcast and All In. So this is just Starcast. All In's tomorrow, and just to give a kind of a example of how today went, we'll start off by some news that Tito just gave me. Thank. Jesus, that Tito gave me this news, that Kenny Omega and Ibushi's meet and greet got moved from Sunday to tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. On their Twitter, at 12.02 a.m., they posted this. <laughs> and Tito made a great point. How they knew he, who even is going to fucking see this? So, we're going to be getting up extra early tomorrow now instead of how early we already planned. We're tired as fuck from today. Today was a long fucking day. Definitely not as smooth as yesterday. Um, some issues from StarCast. Some issues just from fucking, I don't know, senile old wrestlers that just want to talk and talk and talk. I don't fucking know. But um, let's see. Uh, some of the things that went on today. We, uh, we sat in on some of the What Happened When Live. We caught about a half hour of it because we had to leave to get Sean Waltman's meet and greet. Um, that was really cool, what we saw of it. I really enjoyed uh, Tito seemed to like it. It was cool. Um, wish we could have saved for the whole thing, but we had to get meet and greets. Um, so that was enjoyable. I like that. I can't remember if we got any meet and greets before that. Um, I don't think we did. I think that was the first meet and greet we got was that. But, um, and uh, I got to get Noelle Foley. Uh, she was just set up right in the main lobby, so she was easy to get to, walked up. God. After after there was these fucking douchebag. A lot of the issue today also was just douchebag fans. We go up to her table to get in line. There's about five people in front of her line, and it turns out they're just sitting there talking. Of all the fucking places you could be fucking standing anywhere in this whole fucking convention, you decide to set up shop a foot away from her table, right in her line, just to talk. It has nothing to do with her. Oh, we're not in line. I'm sorry, you fucking douchebags. Whatever. But uh, so I got Noel Foley, which was cool. Uh, she was nice. Uh, we got the Blue Meanie, um, who we think may have been trying to rip us off, but we're not sure. Uh, Blue Meanie was saying that he wasn't provided any 8x10s. So even though we uh, bought tickets, which said it included an 8x10, he tried to charge us for 8x10s. Uh, he ended up not charging me for it, and Tito was like, fuck this guy, I'm just getting a shirt. He got a shirt, and it was a fun shirt, and he has the shirt. B-W-O. B, B -W -O. 
Blue, World, Order. Um, who else? I think I got Gail Kim today. Oh, uh, you know how I love hot Asians. Oh, yeah. She's she's older, but she's still a hot Asian. She's hot. Uh, we got to meet Sean Waldman, as I said. We had to leave the uh, panel to meet him. He was really cool. Um, got, got, got to meet him. Nothing really stands out from that. I think the, the coolest people that we've met so far at this whole convention was the firing squad. They were really cool. They were really nice. Super personable, just laughing and, and, and just, just really cool. Um, and I ended up meeting them twice because the, the, as, as we talked about yesterday, as I talked about yesterday, they're still not scanning some of these meet and greet tickets. So I've met the firing squad, squad twice and possibly a third time tomorrow because <laughs> I still haven't scanned it. Uh, Tito might get them tomorrow as well. Um, the second time I met them, it was really cool. I saw someone in front of me walk over and they asked him, him to, like, cock his fist like reins. So he cocked his fist and gave the middle finger. So when I walk up, I'm like, I, I go up to Tom. I'm like, hey, can I get the cock finger? <laughs> he starts laughing. And he cocks his, he does the cock and puts his finger. He's laughing through the whole, while they're taking the picture. And uh, Haku has his fist up but not giving the finger. And then uh, Tonga Lao gives a finger. And then it's over and Tonga Lao just busts out laughing. It was really cool. They were real nice. I got a shirt from them. Um... And then at some point, uh, we ended up getting Jay Lethal. Um, I asked Jay Lethal to do a uh, record of, hey, I'm Jay Lethal. You're listening to Break Room BS. But he's like, ah, I can't. Can't do anything without ROH's permission. So I don't know that I'm even going to ask anybody. I'm definitely not going to ask any people that are probably contracted by ROH right now. Maybe some of the older guys I might. But, you know, as we're, and the other issue is just being rushed through everything. Um, so there's not really time to ask. But, uh, this was kind of the, the clusterfuck that was StarCast today. Jay Lethal was supposed to be one of the rooms signing. He wasn't there. I wouldn't know where the fuck he was. There was some rumored innuendo he was downstairs in the vendor room. So a lot of this was... Uh, I mean, a lot of my uh, insanely great convention skills were utilized. Getting to the front of lines. Skipping through things. Just pushing through people and doing things. And... Uh, Tito would stand in line, and I'd run and find out where the fuck everyone's at. That's how I found Jay Lethal, so I got Lethal, went in line, Tito got Lethal. So there was a lot of that, but there was a whole lot of just fucking people not signing where they're supposed to be signing, people fucking being moved around. Uh, that was StarCast's fault of the unorganization. Uh, I was talking to one of the Atlas guards and he was talking about how so you know the issue is that so, something got fucked up and they kept trying to catch up all day they couldn't so everything just got all fucked up. Dutch Mantel, the 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 elusive Dutch Mantel. I was supposed to get between two and four p.m. today. Uh, fucking, it's like almost six o'clock. I can't find him anywhere. I've been looking all day. At one point, uh, I see him, you know, walking down the hallway with a Starcast guy in front, a Starcast guy behind. I asked the guy behind him, like, dude, where is he signing at? He's like, I don't know, and just keeps walking. I'm like, fucking thanks, douchebag. You couldn't ask him. Ask the guy in front where you're going. You couldn't do anything. You couldn't find out where he's signing. So no one knew where the fuck he was, and we stumbled across him later. So at least I was able to get him. Um, but there was just a lot of disorganization, a lot of not knowing what the fuck is going on, a lot of wrestling. Ron Simmons, no one would believe if we said that the longest line we fucking waited in so far was probably Ron fucking Simmons. And this line, I got, 
Tito's waiting in line. I go and get Joey Ryan, who was cool, and I get uh, Nick Aldis, who was cool. I come back, he's moved like five fucking feet. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Jesus, it was ridiculous. And Ron Simmons was giving his life story to every fucking person. I walk up to get a figure signed, and he's looking at it and talking to the guy taking our picture. He goes, this figure, are these the same pants on the new one? The guy's like, I think. Are these the same boots? These boots look different. Are these boots the same? The guy's like, I don't know. And he's just talking about the fucking figure. I'm like, dude, let's move this along for fuck's sake. But uh, everyone seemed to be pretty nice for the most part. Was there anyone that was a dick that we met, Tito? That we personally met? No. Um, I know we heard some stories about Steiner being an asshole. Apparently he fucking was wheeling his luggage and run over someone's foot and was just like, fuck you, and kept going. Apparently he was being a dick. Um, apparently there was some, someone was telling me some issues with getting uh, the War Games uh, meet and greet, getting them to sign something for them. They refused to do it, which, fuck that bullshit. I'm getting figures signed tomorrow. If they try to say they're not going to sign them, I'll pull the ticket up right in their fucking face and show them. It says I can get my own thing signed because I'm getting them signed. Um, to Jesus, today I had to get I got six figures signed in a poster. It was terrible. Carrying all this shit everywhere. Fucking trying to make sure autographs weren't smearing. It was just a fu- It was ridiculous. It was all that on top of the clusterfuck of... Starcast not knowing what the fuck they're doing. Um, Paige was cool. He, <laughs> Paige was, wasn't wearing his shoes. He <laughs> didn't have any shoes on. And, and whenever I met him, I was like, "Dude, tell me you're just you're not walking everywhere without the without shoes. You're just doing it the appearances." He goes, "He goes, oh, it's it's everywhere." I'm like, "I'm like, dude, you're not going to the airport with no shoes on." He goes, "You'd be surprised." He goes, they always want you to take your shoes off anyway. It's really it's, it's really easy to get through the airport with no shoes. It makes it easier. I don't know if he's, he's playing kayfabe or not, but it was, it was pretty fucking funny. So he was cool. Um, yeah, some of the other ones we met, we, it was kind of just a quick meet. Uh, Aldis was nice. Uh, I met him. Joey Ryan was kind of cool uh, when I met him. Um, a lot of the people in the vendor rooms, Joey Ryan was in the vendor room. Like, it was really fast. Dalton Castle was really cool. Tito was talking to him a little bit. Um, he, he was really personable and nice with everyone. Uh, um, who else did I end up meeting? I got Dungeon of Doom. I had each of them sign a fucking figure. Um, and I finally, as I said, I stumbled across Dutch Mantel much later. In the same room as I found Joel Gertner, which was fucking awesome. Got a cool Joel Gertner shirt. And then he was mentioned in a CMLL show that's going on in Pittsburgh this month in a couple weeks. Don't know what the fuck he's talking about with that. But he, he, he told me his Twitter and said to just to tweet him on there and follow him. And he tried to remember our name on there. So I'm going to try to figure out when that is. So Tito and I can maybe go to that because that sounds pretty cool. Um, the uh, We just, uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, Don Callis was just walking through the convention. And I just asked for a picture. He stopped and gave us a picture for free, which is pretty cool. Um, we ran into Ian Riccoboni, Riccoboni, whatever his fucking name is. He, his commentating sucks, but he was real nice. We just got a picture with him. He was real cool. Hoping we can somehow get Kevin Kelly at some point. Um, Raven meet and greet we ended up getting. That was one I got for free. And Tito got some for free, too. He got Ron Simmons for free. Um, just because they're not really paying attention to what the fuck they're doing. But Raven was kind of funny. Um, I sit down and, uh. 
He goes, so how's this work? I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, he goes, what do you, you buy a ticket to get in and you get all the meet and greets with it? And, and I'm like, no, not at all. I go, you got to buy each meet and greet. He goes, really? I goes, dude, we probably spent about $1,000 on meet and greets today. He goes, I'm giving you another, I'm giving you another autograph. <laughs> He's like, I'll just give you this one too. So he gave, he gave me an additional autograph after telling him that because he uh, spent so much fucking money. Um, and then we uh, ended the night with the roast of Bruce Pritchard panel, which uh, more disorganization, more disorganization getting into it. Just done the people what the fuck they're doing there for, for this. As I said, last night I thought was pretty good. Today was all right. It was definitely worse than yesterday. They just need to get more organized. They need to get their shit together. I was telling Tito, I was, like, I was running a fucking convention. Because you always have meet and greet rooms and spots, I would have an additional room that's not being used that's only there for the purpose of if someone cancels or they're late or if it needs rescheduled, put them in the additional room so shit keeps fucking flowing. So you're not sitting here and get everything's getting fucking backed up and all fucked up. But the, the, the Rose to Bruce Pritchard panel was really good. Um, a lot of the wrestlers that went up weren't really that funny, but almost all the comedians were really funny. Um... Uh, Dan St. Germain, I think it was his name, was really funny. There was a comedian immediately after him. I don't remember his name, but he was real fucking funny, too. They were my two favorite ones. Uh, the guy, was it James Marston? Was that the guy that hosted it, his name? Something, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember his name, the guy that was the, the host of the, of the the roast. But he was pretty good, too. Uh, Ron Funches, I thought, sucked. But almost all the comedians were really fucking funny. I was laughing my ass off. Um, so it was really good. Um, towards the end, it, it kind of wasn't so great towards the end when you had Briscoe and Patterson and Pritchard get up there. They weren't really that funny. It was all right. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much the, it's pretty much how today went. Um, there was just a lot of fucking running around trying to find where everyone was. People being moved and not known was really frustrating. Running out to the car, taking figures out, coming back in. It, it was, it was, it was pretty hectic today. I say today was the worst uh, tomorrow, I don't think it will be anywhere near as bad. Sunday will probably be pretty easy, too. Uh, I ended up buying a uh, drink and fucking meat or something, Brandy Rhodes. I don't know. I think you get some mimosas or something, and I get a picture with her for Sunday, so that'll be cool. We're th thinking about getting JR Sunday. I don't know if we're going to do that or not, but since Kenny Omega got moved to Saturday, there's not much going on Sunday morning now. Um, but... Uh, yeah, that's about it. That's uh, how today went. Um, then we went to IHOP afterwards, and they fucking sucked, so I stole a fork, and they got a dollar tip. So don't fuck with us. That's what happens if you fuck with us. You lose a fork. You don't want to fuck with us. But, um, yeah, if there's anything else I can think of, I'm sure me and uh, Gabe will talk about it. That is currently all for StarCast Day 2. Um, tomorrow is all in. So that'll be exciting. I, I'm not going to like do a fucking review of it tomorrow. I might just talk a little bit about it. Um, not much, and then uh, I'm sure Gable and I, after he watches it, we'll talk about it a lot more in depth. But that's all for day two. I am signing off, and uh, we'll be back with day three. Hello, everyone. I am back. Uh, this is day three. Uh, today, this is day three of StarCast, and All In was today as well. Uh, I am not going to really cover All In at all. Uh, Gable and I will review that whenever I get back. So, I'm just going to cover StarCast here. Uh, this was the third day of the weekend. It is, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Tito and I are pretty tired. <laughs> we're, 
We're pretty beat. One more day to go. Um, this was a long day. Had to get up early um, because they moved. We, as I mentioned um, yesterday, they uh, when I recorded, they moved Omega and Ibushi to this morning. Um, so we had to get up early to get there for that. Get in line, and we didn't get back till like eleven thirty, twelve because of because uh, of all in. So it was a long day. But, I mean, it was cool meeting Omega and Ibushi, uh, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like, we were, I felt like we were kind of rushed through that line. Uh, the picture that I caught with them, uh, they really just seemed like, Omega's just, like, kind of pointing, like, eh, and then Ibushi has this look on his face like he just shat himself, or, he, I don't know. They didn't look, like, super enthusiastic in the picture, but I was like, whatever. But, um, so, uh... There was that, but yeah, I got to meet the Briscoes today. They were the Briscoes were really cool. Um, they were real nice. Um, so them and the firing squad have been the highlight so far of niceness, I suppose. Uh, so they were really cool. Um, met Kenny and Abushi. Uh, Tito actually got both of them for free. Uh, the free autographs continued today. I'll tell you that much, man. Um, yeah. Their, their disorganization is definitely working out for us. We're getting free autographs because they're putting us in the rooms. They're, I mean, if you have one ticket and two people go in, they're letting both of them do it. Um, both of us do it. If uh, if there's more than one person in the room, they're not checking who you have. So that's pretty nice that they don't know what they're doing in that sense. Um, uh, I got to meet Lex Luger. Got one of my figures signed by Lex Luger today. He was really nice. Felt kind of bad though, man. Like Lex Luger's in a wheelchair now. Um, I shook his hand. He was he couldn't even really, you know, like shake your hand. Just kind of held it there. It was really really weak. Um, I felt really bad for him, but he was really nice. Um, I think uh, who else did I meet? I got to meet Jerry Lynn. He was nice. He was cool. Uh, that was cool. Got to meet Jerry Lynn. Um, we ran into Joel Gertner. I uh, met him yesterday, but we ran into him out in the lobby, and he had <laughs> he had a sign on his table that said. Uh, Really big, super special, huge announcement at StarCast today at 2 p.m. at my table. It's like 1.58, and I'm like, so we're standing there, I'm like, hey, this announcement, hey? He's like, what time is it? He's like, oh. So we're there's literally me, Tito, and a girl at his table, and that's it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking he was expecting a bigger line, maybe? There wasn't really anyone there. But the one girl was kind of funny. She kept yelling, Joel Gertner, big announcement, everyone come here. So a few more people gathered around. He had to uh, text and get permission to give this announcement. Um, and he eventually gave the announcement, but he just walked over to the middle of the lobby where everyone was sitting and gave it there, so we didn't even fucking hear it at first. When he got back, I'm like, what the fuck? We didn't even hear He's like, oh, you couldn't hear that? We're like, no. So then he told us. But I was, Tito said the same thing too after. I was expecting this announcement to just be fucking stupid, something dumb. But it was actually real good. I'm really fucking excited. He announced that he is doing a... Pod, he's doing two podcasts. The one I really care about, he's doing a podcast with fucking Conrad Thompson every Wednesdays. It's going to be called Extreme Championship Wednesdays. So it's, I would assume it's going to be in the vein of the Bruce and the Bischoff and the Shivani ones. Uh, he said it's going to be the I asked him, he said it should be the same type of format as the, the Pritchard one. Uh, so it'll just be stories about ECW, the original ECW, which is fucking awesome. I'm super fucking pumped for it. Sounds like it's going to be really fucking cool, so that's awesome. I'm really pumped for that. Um, so that'll be a really cool podcast. Um, 
All right, what else? Met Jerry Lynn. Um, met uh, Arn Anderson, which was cool. Tolly Blanchard and J.J. Dillon. Uh, I was getting a, a, a two-pack figure sign, which did not have J.J. Dillon in it. So I walked up and just asked Arn and Tolly to sign it. So J.J. didn't really sign anything for me. But I did get a picture with all of them, which was cool. Oh, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit there. Oh, and that swallowed it. Gross. Um, so that was cool. And then this one was really funny. So in regards to the uh, the whole being unorganized, getting people's autographs. So we go into a room. And there's a this dude at the door is scanning the tickets. And we and uh, I think this was whenever... I think this was... Okay, no. This was whenever... Um, this was when... Uh, What was it? It was, yeah, it was Austin Aries was in the room, Phoenix was in the room, and Pentagon Jr. were in the room. And I just had a ticket for Pentagon Jr. So we walk in the room, uh, Austin Aries is basically right next to the door, and the guy taking tickets is at the door, scanning them. So he scans my Pentagon Jr. ticket, and we both go in, and I get in line, and Aries is over there by the door, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to try something here, so... There's a girl at a, a staff member at Aries' table, but that guy that scanned our ticket isn't too far away. But I'm like, fuck it. So I walk over to her. I go, hey, if I got, a t if I got, if I'm getting all three of them, can I just get Austin Aries now? She's like, yeah, sure. And then the guy at the door didn't really say he noticed I was there, but he didn't really say anything at all. I mean, he's scanning so many tickets, and five minutes probably went by, so he probably forgot to be honest. But so I go up there and I. <laughs> I meet Austin Aries, I get an 8x10 sign, and I get a fucking picture with him for free, and I go back over to the line. I get right back in line after that. And then I and then we get to meet uh, Pentagon Jr. in Phoenix, which was cool. So that was <laughs> that was that was pretty sweet. Um, so that was cool. Uh, what else? Um, Jarrett, I got to meet Jeff Jarrett today. He was nice. Uh, I didn't have my phone, so I just got the 8x10, and he said, he's like, oh, I was like, can I just get my phone real quick? My buddy has. He's like, yeah, he's like, trying to make it fast, so they're going to get me for a panel. So I ran and got my phone, and got back, so I got a picture with him. And then uh, the, the beautiful people were there, Angelina Love, I think her name is, in Velvet Sky. I really don't give a fuck about Angelina Love. I just kind of like Velvet Sky. She's pretty fucking hot. But it was like 50 bucks for both of them. I didn't really want to do that. But um, I noticed that... Angelina Love was gone, and Velvet Sky was kind of at her table, but everything was packed up, and she was on her phone. So I guess she was leaving, and I was like, well, fuck. I was like, if she's just there, maybe I can get a picture with her or something. So I walk up, and I'm like, can I, can I, I'm assuming you're done. Can I just get a picture maybe or something? Or And she goes, well, yeah, but she goes, but you know, Angelina Love's gone. I'm like, that's fine. I just kind of want to get you anyway. <laughs> she goes, so it was just 20 for just the photo with her, which I was happy with, but she was real nice afterwards. She, like, hugged me and everything, so I, mean, I guess because she was still making some money after she was supposed to be done, but so that was pretty cool. Um, uh, Scarlett, Bo <laughs> Scarlett Bordeaux was there, who I kind of wanted to meet, and then there was another girl there. Well, basically what happened was Scarlett Bordeaux got up from her table. She's walking with someone else, and I was like, I'm going to go ask him for a photo for free, you know, just ask him. I didn't think it would work, but I walk up to them. I'm like, hey, you guys care if I get a photo? And Scarlett Bordeaux kind of looked like she was going to, but then she looked at the other girl, and the other girl was like, no, nah, you have to go to our table. I was like, all right, whatever. But then I didn't, because I didn't want to pay for it, so that was like, whatever. Um, and we also just found out that apparently, well, we found out at the convention today that David Arquette's flight was delayed, 
So uh, he was supposed to be signing today, I think from like 2 to 4. He wasn't there at all. So uh, he's going to be there in the morning, I assume, so we'll be able to get him tomorrow. Um, we don't have a whole lot to do tomorrow, so it shouldn't be too bad. Um, I ended up buying uh, JR's meet and greet tomorrow. That starts at 10 because I want to get JR. So I ended up buying his, and I ended up buying that brandy, a shot with brandy for after. I think that starts around 4. Nothing like, I think 2. Yeah, that starts right whenever JR's podcast is over. So that starts around 2, so I'll be able to get meet Brandy. But I, I'm looking forward to meeting JR. But we don't have a whole lot to do tomorrow, so it shouldn't be too bad. One thing that did suck today, though, was we wanted to see the Death of WCW panel. I don't know what the fuck happened with that. It was supposed to be at 1130, and Tito went to go find it, and he said that it, the screen said it started at 3. I'm like, well, that sucks. And then something on the site said it started at 1.30, so we didn't know what the fuck was going on. And then we, I guess it turned out it was at 11.30 because I think I saw Conrad and he said it already happened. So we fucking missed it, which fucking sucked. But it wasn't a big deal. I mean, we can just watch it online somewhere because all the stuff will be online. So it's not really that big of a deal. Um, I think I talked about Raven yes on yesterday's. I can't really remember. It's all starting to it's all starting to blur together. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all for today. Uh, stole a fork from uh, IHOP because they suck. That might have been last night. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I don't remember. But, um, all right, well, that's pretty much all I have. Like I said, we'll talk about All In after I get back. We'll give a full review of that and put it on here. So pretty much we'll have an intro, all four days of StarCast, and then Gable and I will review All In. So it'll be a pretty long show. But that's it for tonight. So I'm going to sign off, and I will record tomorrow's after I get home. So I bid you adieu. Hello all, it is really late, it's like 2am, Sunday night, Monday morning, whatever the fuck you want to call it, just got home, uh, did the last day of StarCast, and drove home, uh, drive wasn't too bad, went pretty well, got home, had to go get my car, had to return the rental car, then had to drive Tito home, then drive back. It was a lot of driving, but Tito and I, Tito and I basically split the driving there and back, so that wasn't too bad. Uh, sometimes, a lot of times, whenever I go, I just end up driving the whole way, but that wasn't too bad. But this is day four of Starcast. Yeah, not a lot this day. Um, 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 um. yeah. Uh, we got there. Pretty early because David Arquette is supposed to, was supposed to be signing 10 o'clock. So was JR. So we wanted to get there early, get in line. Um, we got there, you know, I think 45 minutes early, an hour early. Line wasn't super long, so it wasn't too bad. Um, oh, wait, that's right. <laughs> Whenever we got there, that's what happened. Fucking, we get there and there's this giant-ass fucking line. Because the way it's set up... You go down this hallway, and there's two main rooms. There's two main rooms that have the meet and greets in. There's the brand new house room and the box of gimmicks room. Box of gimmicks room's all the way in the back. Brand new house room is before it. They're basically, you know, a hallway. On your left, there's a door. Brand new house room. Keep going into the hallway. On your left, there's another door. Box of gimmicks room. So, there's this giant fucking line starting at the box of gimmicks room. It's all the way in the back. 
Well, I read on the thing that J.R. and David Arquette supposed to be in the brand new house room. So the line starts at the box of gimmick room at the end of the hallway and just goes past the brand new house room all the way down the hallway, all the way in the fucking lobby. So I'm walking past. I'm like, hey, who are you here to meet? And they're like, the Young Bucks. I'm like, who are you here to meet? They're like, Cody, the Young Bucks. I forgot they were signing. That's what this giant line's for. Plus, Kenny Omega was supposed to be coming back to get anybody that missed him the day before because they had to move it because of Bushi, but he came back. So there's this giant fucking line. So everyone in line seems to be for them. I'm like, well, no one in here in line seems to be for JR or David Arquette. So I, I, cut, I go past the line against the wall on the left side because there's this giant line, and then there's you know, a decent amount of space against the wall. So I go over to the left side of the line Right to where the, because the line starts, at the, you know, like I said, the box of gimmicks room, and it goes past the door for the second room. It starts at the, the, the line starts at the box of gimmicks room, and the line keeps going, and it passes the brand new house room. So I go to the door for the brand new house room, I'm like, fuck this. These people are unorganized as fuck, don't know what the fuck they're doing. So I just start my own line. We start our own line for JR and David Arquette, and they even have some tensor barriers set up. So I just take the tensor barriers, and I just fucking form a line. <laughs> right next to the first line and i'm like this is our line for jr fuck it so we were first in line for jr and uh, david arquette because i did, i was like fuck this i just running this convention ourselves i just formed our own line and made some put up a bunch of tensor barriers so everyone would know where the line is and then everyone started lining up behind us so uh so there was a pretty pretty decent fucking line there ours was well, by the time they got there around 10 whenever they started um, I think at one point, at one point though, this older woman and her her son's handicapped. He's in a wheelchair. Uh, they got in front of us, obviously, so we weren't the very first, but whatever. Um, it was fine. So, uh, yeah. So we ended up forming our own line. Uh, we get in there, and um, Dave. We, we meet David Arquette first, and uh, he uh, <laughs> he's kind of standing there. Well, whenever we were in line, he 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 shows up while we're waiting before they're even there, and he, and he he walks past the door that we're at and walks down to the other one where the line started, the box of gimmicks room, and we should have told him, hey, you're not even down there, but you know the, the staff should be doing that, but they didn't, so they ended up bringing him back to the room he's supposed to be in right where we were. So whenever we go to meet our cat, he's just kind of standing there, and he's like, oh, you have something for me? You want me to sign? I'm like, oh, you don't have like eight by tens. He goes, oh, no, we were supposed to have him. There was a mix-up, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, I'm real sorry. I'm like, ah, dude, it's not a big deal. I'll just get a photo. I wanted the photo more anyway. He's like, oh, okay, man. If you see me after this, you know, just uh, I'll sign anything just so you know. So he was really cool. He's really nice. So he, he was real cool. Um, and then after him, we got JR. Uh, JR was selling all this stuff there. <laughs> he had his, uh, whoever came with him, uh, he, they, they had his barbecue sauce, his seasonings. His Chipotle ketchup, his uh, his beef jerky, and it was three for twelve. So I was like, "Fuck it, that's not really that bad of a deal." I was like, "I'll just fucking get that." Um, so I was like, "Cool." Uh, so I got like some, I got some barbecue sauce, and then two things of jerky. I'm just gonna gonna give one of them to Gable. Um, so that was cool. Um, bought that stuff, and uh, whenever we met him, dude, J. Well, before we met him. I was talking, because uh, Tito met him first. So while Tito was meeting, I was talking to the staff guy that's taking the pictures. And I'm just, because JR was taking his time talking to Tito. So I'm talking to the staff guy. I'm like, hey, man, so <clears throat> have you met anyone here? You know, like any of the any of the, the guests that that were just like complete fucking dicks, you know? I was like, I was like, or is everyone just all right? He goes, yeah, we'll just go with that. And I kind of started laughing. 
And then he goes, you know who's a, you know who are real fucking assholes? I was like, who? He's like, ICP. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, it especially sucked for me. And he kind of pulled his his uh, neck his neckline down on his shirt a little bit, and he had an ICP tattoo on his chest. I'm like, oh man, that fucking sucks. Cause you're a hardcore fan, and they're just they kind of just ruined it for you because they're dicks. He's like, yeah, man. He goes, basically, they got here and just stayed in their bus, and were just holding us up for money. They wouldn't come out until we just give them more money. I'm like, what a bunch of fucking assholes. And, and he was like, yeah, they were just fucking dicks. And he goes, the next day when I saw him, I just had to bite my tongue, not to say anything to him because they were just assholes. I was like, holy fuck. So apparently ICP is a bunch of fucking dicks. Um, <clears throat> I don't really like him anyway, so that's fine. But um, So uh, I met JR. JR was super fucking nice. He was so cool. Um, sat down next to him. Uh, we were just like chatting. There's a bunch of things we actually talked about. Like I'm gonna forget, but um, I mentioned that I had his audio book. Oh, that's right. I mentioned that uh, I got his audio book, and I was like, "Dude, you did an awesome job on that book." And he goes, "He goes, oh, thanks." He's like, "It was really hard to do um, because I guess he, he mentioned in his podcast later that um, his wife died while he was writing the book. He'd been married to her for years and years, and she died in a car accident. I think it was, and he stopped writing the book for a while, and eventually he finished the book." And he goes, what was hard, though, was whenever he read the audio book, because he's reading the book out loud, and he's reliving these things as they're happening. He mentioned it a bunch of times. He would just start crying. But, uh, yeah, whenever I met him, I was talking to him. He said, he was like, yeah, the audio book was really hard to record. <clears throat> and I mentioned how, uh, I mentioned how um, I, uh, I was like, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time, but whenever I heard you were calling the, the G1 special at the Cow House, I was really excited. I was like, you did an awesome job with that. He's like, oh, thanks. He's like, he's like, you only sucks things. You, you can't, you know, make all the New Japan fans happy. I was like, yeah, because, and he was like, I remember, he's like, after I did it, I go online and people online are sending me messages saying stuff like, oh, I hope you have another stroke. You suck. And he's like, he, he goes, first of all, I never had a stroke because <laughs> he just had Bell, Bell's palsy. He goes, first of all, I never had a stroke. Second, I was like, what are you, what are you, 12 years old? Like, well, what are you saying stuff like this for? And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I was like, you were awesome. I, I I was getting really mad when I read online people complaining. I thought you did great. And he mentioned the guardrail bump and how it was a shoot whenever he got knocked down. So apparently that was not a work. I thought for sure it was, but apparently that was not a work. Whenever uh, uh, Lee, uh, Jay White threw, uh, I think it was, um, I think it was that douchebag, the uh, the fucking the dude. Everyone loves the dancing fucker. The dan the. the I can't remember his fucking name. Oh, God, I can't remember his name. But uh, he threw him into the guardrail and knocked him down. I guess that was a shoot. But, um, dude, JR was so fucking nice. He was super nice. He top, My top three people I met at this convention um, were JR, Firing Squad, and Briscoe. JR was super nice. He was so nice to the point. So we were, like, the first people there. He spent a lot of time with us just sitting. He probably spent a couple minutes just talking to us. He was really nice. And after he left, he was thanking us and everything. It was really cool. And then, so, we go back in the room two hours later to get in line for something else, uh, for Colt Cabana's, and he's just finished, because his signing was from 10 to 12, and Colt started at 12. So we go in there around 12, and JR is finishing up with his last few people, and he is still spending, you know, a minute or two with each person. After two fucking hours, he's still just being super personable, super nice. He was really, he was really cool. I wasn't expecting him to be as cool as he was. I don't know why, but I don't know. I was just, I was surprised. He was just really fucking nice. So he was super cool. He's probably my favorite one there. This, 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 that whole weekend. So he was nice. Um, 
so that was cool. Um, uh, after that, we we went to the uh, well. Uh, Tito went to the art of uh, the art of wrestling. Colt Cabana podcast. I stepped in for a little bit. Um, I think I caught some of. Uh, I can't even remember who the fuck was on there that they were interviewing. I want to say the Young Bucks. He interviewed the Young Bucks. They were talking about All In. There's some saying some stuff about All In and all this. And um, so I, I caught some of that, but then I left to get back in line for Colts. So we would be able to get that pretty fast. Um, so after that, we met Colt. Colt was really cool. He was really nice. Um, I remember telling him, I was like, I thought you were going to win the Battle Royal. Uh, being in Chicago and everything, he's like, yeah, it made sense. But, you know, so did Flip. I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, it was cool. So he was really nice. At some point over the weekend, uh, I bought the Wrestling Road Diary, Wrestling Road Diaries 2 off of him at his table, and he autographed it. Uh, Tito bought all three of them. Or I think he might have bought two and three and got them autographed, which is cool. Um, but he was super nice. Um, after that, let me see here. What was after that? Who else did I meet? Arquette, JR. Oh, I met Punishment Martinez, which was cool. Um, <clears throat> this was really funny. Um, whenever, whenever I met him, I, there was no one at his table, and Bobby Cruz, who I think is the ring announcer for ROH, was sitting at a table next to him signing autographs. So I go up to Martinez, and he's, he was real nice, uh, you know, signed the autograph and everything. I was like, oh, I, gotta, I guess i got to find a staff member to take our picture. So he looks around, and he looks over at Bobby. goes, hey, Bobby, come take our picture. <laughs> and then Bobby Cruz just like, Really? So he comes up and he takes the uh, takes a picture with me and Martinez, which was cool. Um, that was pretty cool. I I got to meet uh, Chelsea Green. She was really nice. Um, she's hot. Totally fuck her. I'd fuck every single girl I met at this convention this week. All the chicks at this convention were all hot. Uh, speaking of hot chicks, I got to meet Penelope uh, with Joey Janela. That was pretty cool. Got to meet them. They were nice. Um, Joey Janela. I was like, man, you got to be you got to be filming it after that match last night. He's like, oh, I definitely am. <laughs> So um, that was cool. Um, like I said, we got to meet Colt. Um, and then J- we had JR's podcast. Uh, he had, I think, <coughs> excuse me, I think Jimmy Jacobs actually was in a, I think Jimmy Jacobs is on Colt Cabana's podcast. That's right, yeah. Which was kind of cool because after um, after Jimmy Jacobs left, I wanted to ask him a question. So he was like, well, he was sitting there talking to people before he even went on stage. Why don't you just go ask him after you leave? So, G- Jim- Jimmy Jacobs gets off the stage with Colt, and he's leaving, so I just kind of followed him out, and he was standing at the door outside, and I was like, hey, this, you care if I ask you something real quick? He's like, no, no, go ahead. And I, and I saw he was getting ready to leave, so I was like, yeah, I'll just walk with you wherever you're going. I want to hold you up. He's like, oh, okay. So he's walking back to the hotel through the lobby and everything, so I'm kind of walking with him. I'm like, you know, I was like, <clears throat> so I was wondering, like, you've been in a lot of creative meetings with everyone and all this, and I'm sure, and I was like, have you ever heard Vince pitch an idea or someone pitch an idea that Vince agrees to and you're like, why the fuck would we do that? And and he was like, dude, it happens all the time. He's like, it fucking happens all the time. And then and then after like a little bit he was like, I'm trying to think of a specific one. He's like, you know one that happened was the whole when New Day, I think they were feuding with either Gals and Anderson or Aiden English and, and Gotch. I think I'm I think I'm in English and Gotch. Remember they did the whole fucking time machine thing in the ring where uh they like have this box in the ring and they get out and everything's in black and white and all this. He goes, it was fucking terrible. 
I was like, yeah, it was. And he was like, that was initially an idea he had that was something really cool they were going to do. But they switched it up and changed it, and it fucking sucked. So he was really nice, and I got to meet him. He was really talking talk and everything. So he was cool. And then I had a pretty good question during the JR's podcast. Unfortunately, JR didn't really answer it. I mean, you know, he, he's older, and I think he didn't really probably remember the whole question, so he just kind of answered part of it. But I basically asked if um, if he thought that with, you know, the MSG show's success going up against NXT TakeOver that weekend, if he thinks uh, Vince will, you know, sign all these guys just to hurt the MSG show, and if so, will these guys go to NXT or the main roster? And he kind of spoke to he – didn't, he didn't really address it too much, but it was, it was cool, though, but it was fine, but – um, also got to meet um, I got to meet <laughs> Bernard and Barry, which was funny because they're supposed to be there I think Friday or Saturday. I didn't see them then. They're supposed to be there today, <clears throat> and I fucking apparently the, the guy found out what happened why they weren't there today is I guess someone put Bernard and Barry on the fucking ring truck and they were on their way back to Baltimore, so they called them and they actually got them to come back. Which was surprising. They actually ended up showing up. It was late, but they showed up. So I got to meet them. Uh, Bernard's a dick. <laughs> I uh, I was like, what are you? Uh, you and Nick gonna have a match together? He just kind of looked and ignored me and turned away. I was like, whatever, dude. <laughs> it was kind of it was funny though. He's he's probably just being in character, but um, he's all business that guy. So it was funny when I got the eight by ten. Their autographs was basically two different stamps where they just stamp paw marks on the fucking eight by ten. So I got to meet them. And then the last person I met was Brandy, the hot as fuck Brandy. Oh, God, she's fucking hot. Um, the, the thing I got with her was fucking stupid, the shot with Brandy. We had to go in this fucking room, and it's it's kind of like a club atmosphere where they have these tall tables you stand at. They're going to give everyone mimosas, and I'm like, I just want a fucking picture. I want to get the fuck out of here. I don't want to be in here. So I'm just kind of sitting there waiting for Brandy to walk in so I can run over and get a picture. So she ends up walking in. There's all these people around her. I'm like, motherfucker, I just want to go. Um, so I see someone gets a selfie with her. As this happening, I kind of just push my way through the crowd and work my way over there and I get next to him. And as soon as she finishes the selfie, I look at the guy she threw the selfie with. I'm like, dude, can you take my picture with her real quick? He's like, oh, no problem. I'm like, cool. So I get my picture with her. I'm like, all right, thanks. All right, thanks, Brandy. And I'm and I turn around. I go right for the fucking door, and I bolt. I was gone. The fucking the staff member inside. He just kind of looked at me weird because I was leaving. I was like, I got my picture. I'm going. And I open, I swing the door open fast. I almost hit another staff guy on the other side of it. <laughs> He's like, got your picture. You're done. I'm like, I'm done. He just kind of chuckles, and I left. I was fucking out of there. And we did. I did get some free uh, Cody American Nightmare socks, which I'll probably just give to Gable too. Um, so that was cool, but. That was pretty much it, man. And then we drove home. Long fucking drive. I'm here. And uh, I am excited for the MSG show next year in WrestleCon. I'll tell you that. I'm fucking pumped. Uh, hopefully we get to meet a bunch of new Japan guys at WrestleCon. That'll be cool. I hope so. But that is all for this weekend. It was a long weekend. Very exhausting. I'm very tired. So I am going to go the fuck to bed probably jerk off for about eight to ten hours first and get to sleep um so i'm gonna go that's it for starcast all four days next thing you're gonna hear should be myself and gable reviewing all in for you 
Oh, here's the intro. That's and we're back from uh, lots of StarCast talk with just me all by myself. And I know you know what they're thinking. Do you have right that now? saved? Where yeah, it was at? Because it looks like it's all part of one line. Oh, uh, it's good. Okay. Um, so uh, what everyone's thinking right now is they're like, man, we just listened to Dave for four different segments, and they're like, why do we want to hear Gable too? I wouldn't because <laughs> Gable has plenty to add. All right, Gable, add something. Go. I have to listen to that motherfucker all day long in my head. I don't. You I, I, get to yeah. listen to yourself. Yeah. What are I'd... some of the things that you say in your head? Is your head ever just like you think of fucked up shit? Like I want to murder babies or just like murder babies? No, I don't think I want to murder babies ever. Well, no, but like you say in your head, even though you don't want to. Dude, there's stuff where I'm like, I, I look in the fridge and I'm like, man, this is really not good for me, but I should probably eat it. Dude. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> I had this weird fucking dream last night that I was at work, and this chick that used to work there that, that we know, I'm not going to say any names, but like, uh, it was really weird. I was like talking to her, and then she was laying on a shopping cart, and I was going down on her. It was very strange. <laughs> it was a weird that's dream. Weird. It was a very weird dream. There was much more, but that's the only thing that I mostly remember about it. Hmm. Um, so, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, all in. All, all, all in. More like all, more, more like in. Uh, I didn't have anything prepared right. for that. It was cool. Yeah, it was a great show. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's, I'm gonna start off with some basic things about the show. Okay, so I get into the Sears Center, right? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, Tito's a fucking genius, right? We get into the parking lot, and he's like, "Dude," and I'm just looking for a spot. He's like, "Dude, why don't we park right next to where we came in so we can get out fast?" I'm like, "That's so simple, but so smart." We parked. One spot away from the, where we came in. So right. whenever we ended up leaving, dude, we pulled out in about 30 seconds. There's tons, hundreds, dude, and hundreds, and hundreds of cars. We were gone. It was great. Genius. It was great. So smart. Dude, I'm going to use that strategy anytime I go anyway. I mean, we had to walk further to get in, but dude, we Who were... Who gives a fuck? Dude, as we're walking through the parking lot, I see all these cars gridlocked, not moving. We get closer and closer to the exit. This is how I walk. Dude. We get closer and closer to the exit, and I see cars slowly moving. Dude, we get in the car. The first car's just like, go ahead, and we're out. I'm like, this is great. It was great. Dude, I walk four miles for a chance uh, at a Pokemon I might not have, <laughs> knowing damn well that it's probably going to be one I have already, but I walk four miles anyway. So I'll, I'll walk for that parking space. Dude, it's, I don't give a fuck. It's, it's, it was genius. So, so we get in there. And I walk in, I'm like, the first thing I want to do is like, Tito, let's try to get shirts. He's like, all right. So we start walking around. And the Sears Center was a weird setup. Like, you walk in, there's one level, and then there's just, like, doors that take you down to the floor. There's not, like, a floor level. Another. You just walk down, and it takes you down to the floor. I'm like, okay. And then the second level, you can go up, but it's, like, it's not a full level. It's just, like, you go up and there's a section, and you go into the arena and walk around. So there's only one main Dude, floor. I'm, I'm already confused, yeah. but that's well, fine. There's just one main floor in the arena, basically. Okay. okay. There's one main floor that just kind of goes around the arena. Um, so we walk all the way to the end, and, like, well, we get in, we start walking left. And he's like, I don't think there's going to be any merch. I'm like, there's going to be fucking merchandise. There's got to be. So we're walking, and we get to this area, and we see, like, a bunch of people. And we're like, where are these people going? So we keep walking and walking, and there's more and more people. And we're walking and walking. And we realize this is the fucking merchandise line. Dude, (laughs) I have never in my life seen a merchandise line like this. It was in fucking sane. Well, they're like, like... 
24 people? 25? 2,400 people. Oh, boy. Dude, I was listening to Alvarez and Meltzer. Both of them were like, dude, I've been to WrestleMania. I've been to King, uh, uh, um, um, Wrestle Kingdom. I've been to New Japan. I've been to all these shows. I've never in my life seen a line this long, like a line this long ever. Like, it was insane. So we get to the one end. And then we, I'm like, there's got to be another one. So we walk to the other end, and there's another line, and it's just as long. I'm like, dude, this is going to take hours. Fuck this. This <laughs> sucks. I was like, I don't want to wait. So we get to our seats, and Tina's like, I'm not waiting out there. So I'm like, I'm going to go try to get some, I'm going to go see what I can do. And I try to work some of my cutting magic. So I go to the one on the left side. And I'm walking past the hundreds of people and walking and walking and walking. And the one side, they basically have two different lines that meet up into a fucking giant clusterfuck of humans with no organization. So I kind of work my way into the middle of them. And I'm just like saying something to someone like casually. And I'm like trying to pretend I belong here and I get on my phone. And someone behind me taps me and goes, are you looking for someone in here? I'm like, oh, I got fucking <laughs> caught. Motherfucker. I'm like, yeah, I am. I get on my phone and I just leave because I got caught. Nice. So then I go to the other end, and that line's really long too, but theirs is more organized, but there was no way to get in, so I was like, fuck. So I go back to the seats, and the show's about to start, and Tito's like, I think, he's like, he's like, I'll just go and wait, like, during one of the matches I don't care about, because I don't care about every match in here. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So he, uh, w- w- the line at that point is almost at the fucking entrance to get in on the right side. Like, you walk in, you walk, like, 30 seconds and you see the line start and it just goes all the way to the end. So he he leaves during uh, the middle of the first match. Um, SCU and the Briscoes. Yeah, yeah. He leaves in the middle of that match. He doesn't get back until right after the show starts. So he, Oh, he missed the flip pot. He missed... Well, the nice thing was they had TVs out by the same okay, so you could watch, watch it. it. Yeah. But he was gone for at least, about an hour <laughs> waiting in line. Jesus Christ. And I texted him right when he was like, oh, I'm almost sorry. I texted him. I was, like, uh, well, I was like, well, if you have extra money, grab a shirt for Gable. Just get this one in this size. So he gets back like two minutes later, and I'm like, fuck, I don't think he got the text. And he didn't. So I'm oh, like, no. son of a bitch. And I'm like, I really wanted to get you a shirt. So I'm like, I'm going to try to go out later. So I end up going out in the um, right whenever the women's match starts. So I got to the beginning of the women's match, and dude, I get out, I'm like, this line, I'm like, this fucking line is so fucking long. And I'm waiting, and waiting, and waiting, and uh, I kind of get close to the table, and the next match is going to come on, I'm like, I'm like, this sucks, because almost every match coming on, I want to see. And then as Cody, I'm like, oh no, and then the people behind me just leave. I'm like, you guys are so close, why would you do yeah. that? You can see it on the TV right here, you can just watch it. And I'm like, well, hopefully it's a long package and some long interests, and it was. So I got there, and I you probably up... saw the cinematography. Well, not, is that the word cinematography yeah. for how they 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 entrance? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was really cool how yeah. they did it. Yeah, it was real cool. So I ended up getting to the table right after the match starts, and by the time I get back, I didn't really miss much of the match. I was kind of happy, but I ended up probably waiting like maybe 40, 40 minutes. Like, dude. It was insane. I was scared they're going to sell out of everything, but well, thank you, sir. I appreciate. Oh, that's I no problem. But that. dude, just, I couldn't believe the merchandise stands. Like, there's literally probably like a thousand people getting merchandise at one time. Jesus, I'm not Christ. even exaggerating. But so that was really cool. But the 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 show overall, like the feeling I got from the show was just the fans. Like, the fans were so fucking into it. They were like ready to like pop for anything cool. Like, they were just devoted as fuck and like. 
at the end, we were just watching the after the show ends, the the, the promos they're cutting. Like, and he, Cody wasn't exaggerating. Like, I'm so used to any wrestling show I go to. During the main event, people are walking up to leave to beat the traffic. As soon as the match ends, everyone starts getting up. Dude, this match ends. People start coming to the ring. I did not see one person in our section get up. Like, after the pro, they start cutting their promo, after it's off the air, you look around, the place is w- completely full. Suck. Like, no one left. Suck on that, WWE. Seriously. Try to, try to do were, that shit. I know, and, like, that's just showed the fans loved it. Like, it was so cool. But that was kind of the, the overall atmosphere was really cool. So, um, so that's kind of the, um, the general uh, feel yeah. I got for the show. So, oh, in regards to the merch, too, apparently they had a table outside. Around like three thirty before the, the the doors even open at four, sold out. I guess you sold up everything in a half hour. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, so I was like Jesus. So, but um, yeah. So let's let's get into the show. Here. Yeah. So you got you got Gable here came prepared as fuck. He has all the he has ratings for every match. Dude, I we we are uh, I I think we entered we talked about earlier. yeah the uh, Sparkle Melters I'm introducing. Yeah. Sparkle Dave's Sparkle Or Sparkle Dave's, yeah. We'll go with Sparkle Dave's, and everyone can think it's it's named after you, but secretly it's named after Dave Meltzer. That motherfucker. Um, dude, first of all, I wanted to say, the first thing I noticed was the stage. That stage looks phenomenal. Dude, it was so cool. I, I don't, like, even watching WWE matches, like, it didn't look overproduced. It was just enough. Yeah. I um, love the whole, like, Bullet Club. Mm. Like, that was really cool. I just had a big Bullet Club on the screen. Um, Something that I'm not used to was the Pyrotechnics. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of felt bad, like, I, I was being a douche, but the Pyrotechnics were kind of lame. Okay, I wanted to make sure, because I was like, ah, I really hope I don't say something negative, and Dave's like, man, they were so Dude, cool. I went to record it, and I'm like... Pop, oh, pop, this pop. is kind of lame. <laughs> dude, someone's popping bubble wrap up there. Dude, I don't know. It, it had it had a bit of charm to it though, because it shows it that they were working with a with not the biggest budget ever, and they did what they could. Yeah. So, so yeah, I kind of. It was more of a. This doesn't suck. It was more of a. I feel bad that it's not better. Yeah. Like I feel like other people feel like I do. I'm like, oh man, I want it to be great, and yeah. I feel like. I don't know, but I took a picture of the from the one side, kind of the whole thing, but the light was. Dude, but the, the yeah, that stage, dude, that yeah. stage really like outshined really cool. every everything up there, though. It was real cool. Um, I, hold on, I need to take my phone off battery saver, else it's gonna keep turning off like this. Dude, this is one of those uh, Jasmine St. Clair coins or whatever. What are they called? Dude, I have no idea. You. Susan B. Anthony. You're gonna have to keep me on track here tonight. Jasmine St. Clair was like held the world record for the longest time of most guys she fucked in a gangbang. I don't think she's on a coin. She probably had so many friends. (laughs) (laughs) Off my callback. Nice. They were all buddies. (laughs) All right. So what do we got here? Um. Let's see. Uh, The Briscoes versus. Scorpio Sky and Kaz. Yeah, um, I mean, it was a fun match, yeah. dude. All, all, all these matches, if they, if they had anything, that it was fun. I agree. Um, and, dude, even this match, dude, the crowd was going crazy for this match. Like, I'm like, man, they were... Dude, it's funny because I'm sitting there in the crowd, and they're doing moves that I've seen before, and they're popping like it's the craziest thing they've ever seen because they're just so into it. Yeah. It was cool. Dude, the... um, what, One thing that Taz pointed out is that, like, like most of these matches don't have, like... Like, yeah, there's like these these moments that have these like long being the elite payoffs, like like uh, uh, Jay Lethal's uh, 
There's something else I want to say about the overall show after this, but go on. Bailey says Macho Man thing, but like the actual like heat in the match, like there's not like these long term things. They were just straight up fun matches, which which um, when introducing new people could definitely be a big plus because you don't want people like watching this for the first time and. I mean, um, they're like they feel like they're not getting something. Yeah, they yeah. feel like oh, I'm not a part of it. But like, even if they don't, well, first of all, it was okay. Yeah, to, to kind of make my overall statement, like I felt like this show was like a Valentine and a thank you to being the elite fans. Like, yeah, it's just like a year of storylines like all paying off, which is really cool. But it's also done in a way where they had video packages for all the storylines, so even people that weren't falling weren't completely lost. So they kind of like okay, I know what's going on. Um, like even with, uh, Jay Lethal, they kind of introduced it. Like they did the thing backstage where he like, we'll, we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, like, like, so they did, a, they did it in a way where you weren't lost with the storyline. Yeah, and perfect. then all the matches themselves were also really entertaining to get you into you, it. Too. This is going to be one of those shows that I'm going to be able, this is, I think this is the first time I can say this with any wrestling show I watch where I'll be able to watch it again and again and again and enjoy it the same amount every fucking time like i could put this on while i'm cleaning my house or something and like just like i'll be in between tasks yeah. and i'll sit down and just be able to like start watching right then and there like every part of this match was or this show was fucking amazing Dude, i'm really looking forward to watching it like yeah. i'm really looking forward because i've only seen it live and, I, and it was really cool and i'm really looking forward to it how was uh, ian riccoboni how was his uh Dude, Ian Riccoboni, like he was, he was at the top of his game. Like he definitely did really good. Um, it was really funny when I when I met him at the Starcast, because uh, like, he was super nice. But he, we, I can't remember what we said. We said something about the MSG show, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, I'd, I'd love to do it. like, you know, they have their guys, but you never know. Yeah, like maybe you know they might they might ask me, and I was like, well, just tell them if you don't do it, then you're just gonna walk out and quit." <laughs> And he goes, "Hey, my contract's up April first. You never know." <laughs> he's like, well, "He's like that could go either way. They can be like, all right, cool. They can be like, all right, see you later." Oh. So he, he was pretty. He was pretty funny. But go on, um, dude. He even had a moment where he he kind of he kind of had to get the female commentators in line whenever they had uh, Tina Dashwood and the other chick on for uh, the women's match because yeah. one of them said something stupid, um, like, ah. Oh. Dude, I can't remember what it was, but it was uh, he. He's like, well, no, this it, it probably happened because of this, and I'm like, that's exactly why it yeah. happened. I don't know why they would say something that like confused the the watcher. Silly woman. They just yeah, they didn't have the the commentary experience, and it, like I said, Ricka Benny was on top of his game. Um, fucking. Uh, What's the, the other dude's name from... Don you, Callis. Yeah, Don Callis was fucking doing great as well. Yeah. Um, so it was a good match, this opening match, SCU and Briscoes. Oh, yeah, I forgot we were even talking about that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good match, good opening match. Nothing mind-blowing. I love the the SCU's uh, Rocky theme that they kept yeah. with, the, with the pants. I don't know if you could tell from where you were I at. Didn't, I didn't catch it. Um, Scorpio Sky had like the, the Apollo Creed... Type uh, oh, okay. type shorts on and uh, Kaz the uh, Rocky ones I believe, or maybe it wasn't Rocky. Maybe it was some other. It was Rocky's black and gold? I can't remember. Probably. I I knew I it was no a Rocky idea. reference. I can't I have remember. No idea. Um. Yeah, but earlier on I did notice. I and I think maybe this would it was might. It 
confusing me. Why do you keep putting change on the table so slowly? <laughs> it's very bizarre. Um, but yeah, earlier on in the show, there was definitely some audio trouble, like uh, the, the the announcers talking while there's like theme music going on in the back. Like they'd have to start talking louder so that you could hear them. Yeah. Um, some of the backstage interviews. I think it was. It may have been. I, I don't remember who it was, but uh, there's a backstage interview where I could hear the the ring the 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 same interview being played on the loudspeaker in the arena. Oh, really? And while it's like being broadcast, I'm like trying to hear what he's saying because he's talking on top of himself, and it's weird. Hmm. Um, but they fixed that all out like earlier on in the show because when I went to start watching again later on, I, I forgot it even happened. Um. Yeah, that's all I have for the first match. Do you, do you have do you have nits at all for this? No, there's nothing really. Uh, nothing really stood out to me. Like I said, like you said, it was a good match. How good many match. how many uh, sparkle daves did it get? That one got three sparkle daves. It's pretty good. Um, next up, we have the only thing that I didn't really feel comfortable giving sparkle daves to <laughs> was the uh, the, uh, the the battle royal. The battle royal. Dude, this was a really good battle royal. Yeah, dude. I, I compared to any of the WWE ones, I definitely enjoyed this one more. It was um, really well done, dude. Whenever fucking Chico got power bombed in the beginning, yeah. After a couple of minutes, I completely forgot that he even existed. And it's one of those things where, like, I normally catch that shit. I'm like, all right, this guy's gonna lay out, and they're gonna do something later. Yeah. Completely fucking forgot it even happened. <laughs> completely forgot, dude. But it was a long battle royal too. My my mind was blown. Uh, well, everyone's mind was fucking blown whenever Flip came out, um, dude. I completely forgot. Ch- like like you said, I completely forgot Chico was in there. But whenever I saw Chico, I'm like, oh, there's Rocky. And then later on, I'm like, there, wait, there's Rocky. Now I'm confused. What's going yeah. on here? And I thought, well, maybe they may, maybe Rocky isn't. Chico and I'm just stupid or something. And I, I, I just wrote it off real quick. And I'm I just stupid. I didn't even give it a second thought after that. And then Chico runs in. And I'm like, what the fuck's Chico doing? And as soon as I saw the close-up and I saw the body shape, I'm like, oh, my God. Who is that? Is that? Is that? And then he rips off his mask. I'm like, fucking flip, dude. And when it happened, I texted you. I texted you too. I was like, dude, it was the loudest pop I've ever heard. Like it was, dude. That crowd went fucking nuts when it was flip. It was crazy. Yeah, dude. That I was. I mean, and it was, dude. It was so such great storytelling that was built for so long, mm-hmm. just to like give that moment where flip was like flip made it. Flip was all in. And yeah, it it was so well done with the all out party and everything, <laughs> like they had. Yeah, it was just so fucking well done, so well done. But um, yeah, I I definitely enjoyed it. I whenever I was watching it because I forgot that Chico existed. Yeah, and it was Colt and Bully Ray. I was like, dude, Colt is winning this. Like, it's in Chicago. It's in his hometown. So I have like uh, Colt go up against Jay Lethal. I was like, he's totally winning it. And when Bully won, I was like, holy shit. I was like, I mean, and in my mind, for the 10 seconds I had to think about it before Chico runs in, I'm like, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense that Bully won because he's a heel, so it'll be heel versus babyface with him versus Lethal, so that makes sense. And then Chico came in and, and flipped shit. I'm like, holy fuck, that was so great. Yeah, dude, so great. That was the second awesome. biggest surprise of the night. I, <laughs> it led to me being so disappointed as a fan whenever he got to the Lethal match later on. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, we'll get to that as we go down our list here. So no, no, no rating for this one. But that is, do you have anything else for this? If, if I had to rate, I, just for that pop alone, I'd put it at a four. Okay. That pop alone was crazy. Um, so that was the that was for that was the zero hour WGN kickoff type show, um, and uh, and then the the show, then it was the national anthem I assume on the show. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I was like, this is boring. I, I, do they normally do national anthems at wrestling events? Uh, it's big not televised. ones, like okay. WrestleMania does. They do it at big ones, they do. Okay. Um, I wonder if they're going to do a J- Japanese one at Wrestle Kingdom. I didn't do they re- have a national anthem? They just like That's a- fly their planes into like harbors. <laughs> like, what do they do? They, they Eminem album it. Kamikaze. <laughs> that was dumb, I'm sorry. I, that was real bad. That was, <laughs> That was so Dude, it's, bad. it's 3.19 a.m. Leave me the fuck That's alone. That's not a big deal. Um, so, yeah, the, so the main show starts, uh, and what was, I think, it wasn't the beginning of this whenever Road Warrior Animal came out or something, or was that the pre-show? Yeah, I had a note about it, and then I, I deemed it not worthy to <laughs> talk I thought, about. I thought it was kind of, I get it, because it's Chicago, and that's where LOD's from, Legion of Doom. Oh, yeah. But I was like, this is kind of lame. Yeah, and there's Justice yeah. League, and... All right. Yeah, Jungle Book. <laughs> uh, the first uh, official match of the All In event was Matt Cross versus MJF. Um, that was very, I was pleasantly surprised with this match. I didn't have many notes for it, but I did like Matt Cross a lot more than I expected. I had no idea who he was going into it. I, li- I liked his look. I liked his 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 style throughout the mat- match. He, uh, yeah, he was good. So speaking of Matt Cross, years ago, Tito and I, and I think Brooks, and we went to a. Uh, I think it was XPW show in Beaver in Manaka, the the CCBC Golden Dome, and one of the I have two memories of this show. I remember a tag team coming out, and I got a piece of the table when they broke it. And I remember the hardcore homo jumping off a balcony and fucking missing the table and going splat. The hardcore homo. That was his name, the hardcore homo. So whenever Tito, he were talking about, it, he goes, "Dude, it's Matt Cross." I'm like, "What the fuck's a Matt Cross?" He's like, "He was at that that show we went to at the Golden Dome XPW show." I'm like, "He's like he jumped off that thing." I'm like, "You mean the hardcore homo?" He's like, "No, Matt Cross." He's like, "How?" He's like, "You really don't fuck remember anything." I was like, "I don't." I really don't. So apparently I saw him and he was great, but I don't remember Wait, so him at all. So he was or wasn't the hardcore He wasn't the hardcore homo, but he was at the show. Oh. But I don't remember him at all. But um, Jesus. Yeah, so uh, so go on. Matt Cross and uh, Matt Cross. M- in, uh, MJF, right? Yeah. I, I, like I said, I didn't, have, well, I didn't say that. I didn't have many notes for that, but I did like uh, Matt Cross's style. MJF is disappointing me. I thought I'd like him a lot more. Um, it's just between this show and the show I saw, the... Uh, what's that MLW show I watched? I just I wasn't impressed. I mean, I, maybe he's more of a promo guy to be like. You know yeah, I mean? he, like, he cuts a good promo, but just, just in the ring, I just haven't seen anything that's been I think, too. I think it was him on Twitter at Starcast that he tweeted. He was like at my table insulting everyone that comes by, having a great time. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, but yeah, like I said, it was a good match. There was it was nothing to me really stuck out, but. Would you would you would you rate that one? Uh, that one got three. Okay. It, it was still fun, dude. It was yeah, a fun yeah. match. I enjoyed yeah. watching it. I'd watch it again. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, let's see. Next up, we got Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell. And That's right. Could you see his knee pad, Daniels' knee pad, from where you were at? No, dude. I'm pretty sure there was a Hawkeye comic book cover on it. Really? I I think that's what it was. I kept I I tried looking the whole time, and I like I was watching. I watched this match on my phone. But I, I, dude, I couldn't tell. But it looked like a Hawkeye one, just it like insult him. Yeah. That's funny. 
That's funny. Because he's fuck. he's a Marvel guy. He likes the Marvel. Yeah. He always uh, has his Captain America shirts on. Do you think they had him wearing a bunch of Marvel shirts on purpose whenever they record, just to I don't help know. build that up? Well, that's the thing. He was wearing those before they started the angle with him and Amel. Okay. But the thing is, I don't know if they did that on purpose. If they did, it's genius. I know that um, Matt said because they planned like Matt like the um shot in the. Uh, Joey Ryan thing where his dick is rising. They probably it it looks, is, they yeah. filmed that when it happened a year ago. <laughs> He's like, we sat on this footage for a fucking year. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Christ. So they plan ahead. So it's possible they could have had him do that on purpose. The resurrection. But I don't know. Like I thought, I enjoyed this match. I thought it was really good. And fucking Meltzer and Alvarez were saying both saying it went too long. I'm like, I thought it was fine, dude. Mel caught me off guard, dude. I was impressed. He he he. Uh, I wouldn't say he'd like. Is an average wrestler, but like he's he's getting there, dude. dude it, for it wasn't actor, bad. If for an actor who doesn't wrestle at all, and this is his first the, singles match ever, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like good. it wasn't like like someone else doing this, some other show, some guy who's been wrestling for five years. He puts on a show like Stephen Amell. I'm like, eh, pass. Yeah. Stephen, dude, Stephen Amell, like you said, he's just. An actor putting on, trying something new, and also they were smart about it. They had a couple really big spots to also kind of like, I don't want to say distract you, but like if you're watching it, he's just doing an okay job. The fucking coast to coast drop kick to the to like fucking the one corner or the other, dude, that was insane. It was insane. You're like, holy shit! So that was cool. And then the the it was so funny. Tito had the greatest line, like fucking Amel. Amel is currently filming Arrow. Yeah, like they're filming the season right now. They just started it. I guess filming. And fucking Amel jumps out and goes to that table. Tito's like, dude, those WB execs must be having a heart attack watching that right now. They're like, what if he gets fucking injured? They're yeah. in the middle of filming a season. What are they going to do? And I told him, I was like, I can't believe that he was got approved to do this. Yeah. Like insurance and stuff. I was shocked, but. Dude, they, they, they probably think it's. Dude, I, I'm thinking about starting to watch Green Arrow again just because he was on the show. Yeah, they're probably like, they're trying to outweigh, like, he could get hurt. Publicity. Yeah. yeah. Publicity. Let's do it. Dude, I'm a schmuck. I, I fall for shit like that. I'm a schmuck. Um. Dude, the commentators did an awesome job during this one. Um, Amel kicks out of a pin after CD misses the the greatest moonsault ever, and I, I I thought it was like maybe it was on accident or whatever. Yeah, he didn't miss it though. I mean, like, he, he, he he didn't get it clean. He he well he just yeah he overshot it. Yeah yeah and yeah. That was I, I was watching. I was like, why do you even? Dude, but it it paid, he went to do it again later, and it kind of yeah. sort of paid off. Yeah. The the miss. Um. But yeah, the announcers. Um. They chalked it up to the the kick out to the the move being missed or, um, yeah, not missed, but well, not. Yeah, that's a, that's a good yeah. cover because like it's not botched, I guess, but like he just overshot it and barely touched him, yeah. so it was good for them to address it. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, yeah, so he he missed it and not a, not a good one. But then they said the reason he missed it was because of some leg issue or injury that was caused from something earlier. I'm like, they're even connecting more yeah. dots. This is they're doing fucking fantastic here. Um, all you need is Kevin Kelly, and you're good. <laughs> Kevin Kelly or Jr. Yeah, dude. I like Jr. Um, did you know that people were telling Jr. after that show that he should have another stroke? That's not nice, dude. Whenever he was talking to me, and I mentioned, uh, I was like, dude, I've been a huge fan of yours for a while. And I was like, and dude, I thought you were awesome at the, when you called the Cow Palace show. He's like, ah, oh. and he mentioned something about the when he got knocked down. He was talking about that, yeah. and then he was mentioning, um. He goes, yeah, unfortunately, he's like, you can't make all the New Japan fans happy. 
I was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, some people you know, on Twitter, I was like, after I, I did that show, people were on, on Twitter telling me that I should have another stroke. He's like, first of all, I never had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, second of all, what are you, what are you, 12 years old? Come on, like, grow up. What do you have, like a heart attack or something? Yeah, Bell's palsy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so I was like, dude, that's why I was like, dude, I was getting pissed because I thought you were great. I didn't understand what people's problem were, but yeah, I thought that was funny, but that was a okay. sidebar anyway. Yeah, they're cool, cool, good info, good, good inside, uh, inside, uh, yeah. we, we got an inside that guy was inside here. JR. You, you're the inside guy this time, inside normally JR. it's Costles or inside guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a moment where I'm like, why would CD just like roll onto a table like that? That looks fucking stupid oh, and yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon, as soon as Amel goes up in the air, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. It was fucking bait and switch. I know, dude. That's <laughs> smart. He's like, he did it just to trick him into going up. Dude, right? I was so like disappointed and annoyed as soon as I saw him like stumble onto the table. Like, oh no. I'm like, oh <laughs> no, this makes sense now. Why did I doubt this? It's smart. It's yeah, smart it stuff. Good. Look good. Um, yeah, that's all I had for that match. That that one uh, I marked as a uh, another three star match. Yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed it. Was the women's match next? The women's match is next. This uh, is when Dave went to get merch. Yeah, dude, I, I don't have a lot to say. It's that it was that I, I've talked about this before. We've talked about this before. It had that not perfect flow to it where some of the moves just don't look like they're lining uh, up right yeah i uh, do it wasn't a bad match as far as women's matches goes it, it was a uh if if i had to put this on a different scale and i'm not going to with my final rating i'd put it at like a a, a three-star women's match but it, it, it's a two-star match overall well i mean whenever you're um, amongst the other matches on this show yeah. I mean, dude, the one thing that I remember about this match is that the fucking... I was like, I don't know that I've ever seen a female do a Canadian Destroyer before, which was cool. Yeah. Because they did in this match. I was like, holy shit. But, yeah, I mean, nothing... As I, I was sitting there watching it, I was like, nothing really stood out like crazy. Yeah, like, like if I... Uh if I have to keep, like, bringing myself into the match because I keep coming out of it, it, it it's problematic. Um, But, like, the, the, the characters, what, what really did keep this from being like a one star was that, that well a that could like some of those cool spots like that canadian yeah. destroyer um but then the the characters themselves i i think are really fun characters to follow like that uh the, who was that half bride girl what was her name you had a picture with her oh chelsea green chelsea green she yeah. seems really cool i'd watch more of her she's dating someone in nxt or wb i can't remember who is adam cool no the other girl's adam cool didn't, i don't know didn't one of them play adam cool's ring of honor music I don't know. I'd have to look into this. I don't remember. I don't know Adam Cole's Ring of Honor music, but I swear someone said something about Adam Cole at one point. Probably. On the announcers. You'll, you'll, you'll probably uh, hear it whenever you get uh, to watch yes, it. yes, I will. Yes, yes. Yeah. We're going to have a follow-up show uh, talking about maybe the, the latest being the Elite, if that comes up. Maybe the latest Ring we'll, of Honor, if we'll that comes up. We'll do one of up. our mini-episodes on Anchor where all of your podcasts can be heard. We just record shit for fun now. Yeah. Um, so you gave this one two stars, you said? Yeah, I gave two, this one I'm two sorry, stars. Two, Dave, two, two Sparkle two, Daves. Sparkle Daves, yes. All right, so what do we got? Oh, I don't know what we got up next. We got the fucking... Uh, Dude, this is Cody where... Cody and Nick Aldis Wait. for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, my fucking keyboard moved it. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, this is where it started getting really fucking good. I was so sad as I stood in the line. I was like, nah. Yeah, dude. Um, so... Uh, as soon as this match comes on, there, as soon as they start coming out, I should say, 
there's this like UFC like boxing style like filmography going on. Yeah, they gave it like the big fight feel, which I liked. Yeah, dude, it yeah. was really fucking cool. Yeah, like they had all these guys coming out. Like I think I think Nick had Davari. He had uh, Jeff Jarrett with him. Someone else. I remember Cody had DDP, obviously, who mm-hmm. that'll come back later. Uh, they they all had like three or four wrestlers with them in the background coming yeah, out. Yeah, they had they they uh, had some legacy uh, yeah. wrestlers in there. More importantly, they had Pharaoh coming out with Cody. <laughs> but is Pharaoh secretly Bernard? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, it's like we it have is. no idea. Still, yeah. still, still, still. It's three thirty in the morning. Still. Shut up. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'll be quiet. Fuck you. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, so there was no Bernard here. Um. I don't think we're ever figuring that shit out. Yeah, it's so funny because when Gable today tells me that, I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, I went into this weekend on Thursday all the way until the moment Gable said that. I didn't even think of the Bernard reveal. It was completely out of my mind. You, and it's crazy you, because I wanted to know. Yeah, and you even took a picture with him and you forgot about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I met him after they, they, their fuck up and I, I didn't even think of it. Well, Bernard is a dick. Um, the question I asked him, I was like, so are you and Nick going to have a match? He just looked at me and looked away. I was like, fuck you, Bernard. Yeah. Fucking dick. Um. So what do we got going on in this match? Can, can well, you think of any, any highlighted moves? Because the, the only thing I really have a note about is that, that fucking that elbow on Brandy. Dude, the, what, it was such a great moment. Like, he's laying there, Brandy gets in, and then Nick goes to the top, and like everyone's just like, don't do it. And dude... Nick does it anyway, and whenever he lands, that crowd went fucking nuts. And, dude, Nick's face. Nick had this face of, like, oh, what the fuck did I do? Like, why did I do that? And then he's just like, fuck it, and went to pin him. It was great. Like, he had this look. He's like, I shouldn't have done that. That's fucked up. And he's like, fuck it, I did it. I'm going to go and pin him now. Yeah, dude. Dude, Nick sold that so well. Like, oh, it was such a great moment. I loved that moment. But before that, they had this shit with, um... Where Cody was outside, and I think he jumped on. He did like a, a he did a move on a Nick, and then Earl threw up the uh, the X that the Cody was injured. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they got that on camera. I'm sure they got it on the show. Uh, no. He did it like three times. Like that's what they do. And it's supposed to be a shoot when someone really gets injured for real. The ref does this so the people in the back know that someone's actually really legit hurt. Yeah. But I, as soon as he did it, I'm like, all right, Cody's not hurt from jumping off and hitting Nick. This is clearly part of the story. Yeah. But um. Yeah, they did that. They really saw that, and then DDP ended up coming out, and then Cody fucking Cody was down there. He clearly bladed and cut himself while he was laying down there. Yeah. But um, and then and then DDP. I think Davari got in the ring, and DDP like diamond cutted him, which the crowd went nuts for that. Yeah. Dude, I think the the blood was such a like a, a fucking cru- Dude. like it was such a cool thing to do because it it metaphorical in a way that for like his effort towards the fucking show that he literally put blood, Dude. sweat and tears into this fucking yep. show. There's that and just as much as not more is the whole like dude as I'm watching this I go this is an NWA title match so he's got to bleed because like like the whole NWO thing there's so many people have memories of like Rick Flair when he was NWA champion just having a bloody face mm-hmm. his dad Dusty Rhodes when he was NWA champion have a bloody face like mm-hmm. that i think it was also like just as like like you said definitely that too but also like it's the NWA and it's kind of like a callback to the old school NWA matches like that where like the fighting champion like has the bloody face and everything yeah, i wouldn't even end that but yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely it was definitely a lot that too but it definitely, and, and as it happened, I was like, Tito, I was like, dude, this needs to be the only match that has blood in it. Because in retrospect, when you watch it again, it'll make it be even meaningful, more meaningful that that's the only time it happened. Yeah, the, the only other way that it, 
should have happened would be like a, like a hard, hard, way, hard yep. ways accident. Yeah, I wanted it. to say it. I want to make sure I got it right. <laughs> no, you do, you do good with cool. wrestling terms now, but yeah, that they do the match was good. Like, dude, the, the I mean, it was the pop when he won was insane. And dude, he beat him with just like a fucking. Um, he went for a movie and just grabbed the legs and held him down and pinned him and won. Yeah. And dude, the crowd... Dude, I wasn't expecting it when it I know, happened. The it crowd was just lost like their shit. Such a strong pin. Like, yeah. like I I thought for sure it was definitely going to be a false finish. And dude, it wasn't. It was, it was like... It was like a false, false finish. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you expected the false finish and it wasn't. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. He just won. Holy I know. shit. It was great. Like... Yeah, it was it was a great moment. Like him won, and it was awesome, and, dude. And it was funny too because dude, the whole weekend like people came, especially at the roast, are making fun of Jeff Jarrett because his dad owned a company, and they're all like, "Oh, the only way Jeff Jarrett wins is if he gets booked." And I'm like, dude, this is the first show that Cody's ever booked, and he booked himself to win the world title. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, I was like, it wasn't that hard. All you gotta do is book yourself to win, I guess. But as it, I'm joking, obviously, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was it was really cool. Like it it was a great moment from the win. And he was talking about in uh, some of the interviews afterwards at the podcast that I saw that, like, he wants to be that traveling champion. He's like, I don't want to be that champion. Like, he's like, look, if you're going to book me in your company, that's fine. I'm bringing this fucking title with me. Everywhere I go, this title is going with me. I'm going to be that old school traveling champion that's defending it anywhere he goes. I don't care if it's a different promotion. He's like, I don't like that old mentality of like, oh, you know, this is, you're in one promotion, the other ones don't exist, which is how WWE still is. So um, so he's trying to break break away from these old traditions. Now. Yeah, and would you say his dad lived by some of these old traditions? Um, I mean, well, the whole thing with the traveling champion thing was NW. It was different back then because like NWA, like they had different different territories, and you travel to different territories. So it was kind of like going to different companies, but all the companies had an understanding that the champion could go to all of them. Okay. So then, in a sense, they all kind of worked together with that main title that was there. So I mean, it's kind of the same but different, you know. Same but different. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Whenever like there's these like, uh, it, it all comes back to fucking comics for me all the time. Yeah. Um, but it like whenever there's like someone who's living in like the 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 shadow of like their parents' legacy, all I can think about is like fucking t- uh, Teen Titans is how they're always trying to break like. Robin's trying to break the 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 Batman mold that he has, yeah. but they're trying to be their own person, and it's it's whenever you're trying to discover yourself or discover your uh, your place in wrestling in, the, in this example, um, it, it's it's a very relatable topic yeah. for anyone. So I dude, I fucking I I fucking love the Cody storyline here, dude. And I mean, the match wasn't like the most amazing match of all time. It was it, definitely it, a great match. Yeah, it's not like man, this is like a fucking G one classic. Yeah. But dude, the story of the match and just the way they built it up, yeah, made it even more amazing. Yeah, and then just Cody holding that belt, dude. I keep when I think about like th- this match, like the preparation for this match, I keep going back to one line where he talks about the belt, how it used to sit on his dad's desk, and like, dude, that's all I can think about yeah. how how meaningful that is for yeah. him. Would you rate this match, Keith? Dude, this is my only five star match. Oh man, this he's he's not star. he's not breaking the scale either. He's sticking I, to it. I, with my with my uh, with my sparkle Daves, I'm trying to uh, only save the five stars for the exceptional matches. Yeah. So, four, dude, four by no means is a, is a bad is a bad rating. No, no, no. This, yeah, this was a great this was a great match for sure. Um, 
And one thing I thought was really funny that I agree with, and this is a great example of it, is like people wanted to see Cody win the title, right? They wanted to see it. This whole show, and this is by no means, I didn't think of this, that they're talking about it. Alvarez and Meltzer brought this up, and it's Uh such a great point. They're like, dude, whenever they did this show, like there's every type of style you want to see. There's like old school type wrestling with Cody and Aldis. Yeah. There's comedy stuff with Joey Ryan. There's hardcore stuff with Hangman. There's Japan style with, with Kenny, like fast paced shit. There's any kind of style you would ever want. They're giving you everything you want to see. And it's like, you look at WWE, it's like their goal is to fight you. Like they're trying yeah. to fight the fans with what they want to see. <laughs> like this this is what you actually yeah, want. They're like, you don't want this, but we tell you you want this. It's, you, it's like you're fighting with them when you watch the show. You want and, Roman Reigns. Yeah. And this show, they're just like, what do you want us to do? You got it. You know what everything. I mean? It's you like, got everything. Yeah, it's, it's great. Fucking, dude, this fucking show is so great. great. And you know, I hate the, uh, the fucking mat work, right? The, the, yeah, the yeah, heavy yeah, mat yeah. work, dude. There was like, there was nothing that was like overly done with mat work. Like, yeah. like I didn't have to watch like someone like trade submissions for ten minutes straight. Oh, you hate it. I, I, dude, I funny. hate it. Um, yeah, but any, any of that stuff was all ratio. Lot. A what the fucking word? Yeah, it's all a good ratio. It's a good ratio. What's the next match? It's Four a.m. I'm gonna start making up words. It's three thirty nine. And I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep going back to that excuse at least a hundred times. What do we got next? I don't even remember what was next. Uh, dude, pa- Paige and Joey. Paige yeah, and Joey yeah, Janela. Yeah. There's one specific spot. There's two spots I remember, but one which I almost had a heart attack. Uh, one spot I really liked was Paige doing this pump handle release, bench release type thing, over his head into a chair to Joey. Oh, my. I forgot about that. It was really cool. When that happened, I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. I was like, that was brutal. Dude, yeah. I can't believe I forgot about that spot. Mm-hmm. Dude. That was crazy. Yeah, I love that. That was great. Um, I felt bad for Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a sleaze. Because when I met him, I met him the next day. I was like, "Man, you you must be hurt." And he's like, "Dude, I'm definitely feeling it after that match." <laughs> but um, how about the Cracker Barrel, dude? Never in WWE's <laughs> wildest dreams would they use a sponsored prop as a weapon in a hardcore match. No, <laughs> that dude, was fucking great. That was funny. Dude, just he was, ma- he was rolling. <laughs> He's just rolling it, and Paige just jumped over it. It was funny. Yeah, just like a fucking, what's that, Mario Brothers Donkey, game? They, Donkey, chanting, Donkey they started Kong. chanting Donkey Kong. I don't know if you heard it. <laughs> That's so the funny. crowd was chanting Donkey Kong. Um, dude, just imagine John Cena beating someone down with a cricket wireless cell phone. <laughs> yeah, WWE, would, they would be way too yeah. frightened. Dude, how about the, the ladder spot? I think it was like a... Uh, uh, something ha- a burning it hammer. A burning I think it's hammer. I, that's my next note, dude. This lady fucking could. You, could you hear this lady shriek? This lady let out the loudest shriek. She must have been right by the mic as soon as it happened. Dude, it sold like the the. It really made it feel like a the horrifying move. Uh, it looked painful, and dude, fucking Penelope was great in this match too. The stuff she. Dude, was I wasn't doing. expecting her to hit yeah, moves like that. She hit yeah. a cutter. She hit a a, a crossbody uh, yeah. from the top turnbuckle. That and then dude, she kept dodging them earlier on. That, it was fucking nuts. Yeah. I was I, like, I had no idea. I've never seen Joey Zanella before, so, yep. or his his what was her name? Penelope. Penelope Pitstop. <laughs> Is that from Wreck It Ralph? <laughs> I don't. I think like it's from it. Wreck It Ralph. That sounds about right. Uh, yeah, but dude, I like it. Just like I had no expectations. I thought she was just gonna be eye candy for people watching to just yeah. look at her. And dude, as soon as what was it, Paige swung at her or yeah. something, yeah. and she started doing that, I'm like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, she was, and she, she just kept going it. and going. I'm like, oh, dude, caught me so off guard. 
Um, I think that is... Dude, the, okay, so I didn't see it on TV, and the only replay I saw on the big screen was from the same angle that I was at, but dude, that fucking rite of passage off the ladder through the table... Yes, I was yes. like, holy fucking shit. Now, like I said, I, I, like Meltzer and Alvarez were saying, I guess they saw another replay of it, a different angle, and you could tell that Paige protected them the way they did it, uh, yeah, yeah. but I was like, oh my the, god, the holy ca- fuck. The, the camera angle, I remember sitting, I was sitting right there, and it was the only time in my life where I involuntarily... Like shouted, oh fuck, <laughs> dude! It was bad. I do. I thought he was like. I was like, "There's no way someone recovers from this. Yeah. They die." Yeah, that was crazy. So Paige ended up winning that one. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Then followed by following this is eight inflated penises. <laughs> it's the resurrection of, yeah, of the, Joey Ryan. The lights went out, right? Yeah, the lights went out, and then they they played the video. Yeah, they played the video of uh, of Joey Ryan, and they showed the. <laughs> they were talking about how they did. They, they said they kept trying to use different things when they were filming it, and his pants and nothing looked right, and they eventually yeah. got it. But um, yeah, they showed that, and then the, <laughs> the eight inflatable penises. Yeah, came I, out. I I was trying to yeah I was trying to look at. I'm like, there's no way they're like getting his dick to do that. <laughs> and then uh, I looked. His arm looked like it was in his sleeve. Is is that what they said it was? No, I can't remember what they said they used. They had something they put in his pants. I can't remember what it was. I think he might have used his hand to move. It oh, so, so his hand, his hand yeah. was probably. But um, uh, so yeah, that was really funny. So then, <laughs> the Jerry Ryan comes out and does his fucking shtick, dude. Page, oh, we forgot about uh Page's boots. Cause, um, oh yeah, because yeah. Penelope brought out his boots. Which remember the picture I showed you? Yeah, dude, dude. he's signing fucking uh, autographs without shoes on. Well, that was funny. Well, I have something to tell you about that. But um, his boots were in the one melt was in the one room where they had all the belts and stuff. They had a, a case with his boots in it, uh-huh. and the next day the boots were gone <laughs> because they used them for the the yeah. show. But um, yeah, it was funny. Whenever I'm at Page, he was sitting there without his shoes on, and I'm like, dude. Tell me you're not like you're only doing this for the signings and stuff, right? And he goes, he goes, oh, I was like, you're not like walking through airports. He's like, dude, you'd be surprised. Like, like they make you take off your shoes in the airports. It's easier to go through without them on. They let you go right through. I was like, you fucking kidding me? That's fucking but, um, funny, dude. If he's really doing that, that's fucking that's that fucking dedication, great. man. But yeah, like she, she brought out his boots and he he had a bag too, and it was the phone that he fucking beat Joey Ryan to death with, which was funny. But um, so Jerry Ryan came out and he did his uh, he did his dick flip and the the lollipop. Deal. Yeah, and then <laughs> I liked how they, the, the dicks carried him away like the druids do the Undertaker. They had him like walked out with him. That was funny. Dude, I, I I'm gonna have to pull it up on my phone just the, his facial reaction when Joey Ryan comes out. Yeah. Dude, it is the funniest oh shit face I've ever yeah. seen on Adam Page. It, it was, was fucking great. It was great. The camera, dude, the camera captured it perfectly. Yeah. Cause he's just staring there, and the time, like the length of how long they showed his face, is like like just ten seconds of staring at him. Be like, <laughs> oh, it was dude. good shit. How many? How many stars? How many? Um, uh, sparkle dude, that days. was a, that was a four sparkle Dave. That guy. was a, it was a real good match. I really yeah, I liked loved it. it. Um, next up, we got Lethal versus Flip. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm gonna give. I my, don't know. I don't know if you got a lot of the stuff with. With him and Brandy, if you got the jokes, ah uh, no no, dude, I, I I understood them, yeah. but not like it didn't hit a spot with me. Dude, me and Tito were losing it because like 
Because he was just... I'm sure the commentators mentioned he was acting like she was Elizabeth. Yeah. But the things he was doing was the exact things that Macho Man would do with Elizabeth. Like, taking her back to her corner and leaving her... And at one point, <laughs> he's like, please stay there. And when he puts her on, her sho- on, her, on his shoulder, like, he did the same thing to Elizabeth. It was really fucking funny. That was, uh... That was... What's his name's brother, right? Yeah, Lanny Poffo. Yeah. yeah. That was Macho Man's brother. That what's his... Re- is that his real name? Lanny yeah, Poffo? And what's Poffo. Macho Man's real name? I don't remember. Oh, I need to know. It's Macho Poffo, I think. <laughs> Dude, that sounds really cool. It sounds think, it sounds like I a mob leader. Lady, I think lady, I think that's their real name. I'm pretty sure. But um, um yeah, I mean, it was, it was it was like the match was anything super special. Like it was like a typical like it, it was a fun match. The yeah. the Macho Man stuff was fun. Um, it was a a nice coming together of stories between yeah. the Flip Story and the um. And the uh, Jay Lethal Macho Man yeah. head case story, but dude, I, I liked how they had the, and I loved how that he came out to Macho's actual ring ring music, the Pomp yeah. and Circumstance song, yeah, because WWE doesn't own it, obviously. So it was cool that he came out to Macho's actual music. That was cool, and I and also I didn't know this. I think I found this out after the fact at one of the podcasts that that he was wearing uh, actual Macho Man's ring gear. Really? Like what he was wearing was actual gear that Macho Man wore. Oh, that's I think, really I think cool. the jacket was. It was actual jacket he okay. wore down to the ring. I would imagine that everything would fit perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> because I guess a collector had it, and uh, Lanny Poffo asked G. Lethal if he wanted the actual jacket. He's like, yeah. And the collector let Lanny Poffo borrow it to get the lethal, which was cool. Oh, that's real neat. Yeah. I Dude, I love to hear stories about that, like fans like like being like real like contributive yeah, contribute. Is that the word? Contribute. Contribute. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I hear the word, like, in my head, I'm like, what, what's the word I want for contribute? But, like... I want it to sound like better. A... That sounds so dumb. <laughs> it's got to be fancy. This is what happens when it's I'm 3 tired. 3.48 in the morning, I'm ru- everyone. I'm, ru- I'm, running off, I'm running off of Mountain Dew. Yeah. I'm... Mountain Dew Ice. This, yeah. this tired gable is brought to you by Mountain Dew Ice. This is, mount- this is brought to you by Double Dew Ice, actually. Double Dew. Double Dew. <laughs> what about diet double do? Diet double do is half the calories and ha- half the sugar and half the caffeine. Is double yeah, do. I have the diet double do yeah, ice. Yeah, you do. So, any more notes on this one or just star rating? Uh, on. It's star. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to break that. Um, let's see. Well, this had the Bully Ray stuff too in it. Um, That's I, right. Yeah, I was not a fan. <laughs> yeah, you don't like the bully. I, I'm still down with the bully. I, don't know, like, I, think, I, I think this is all leading to Colt versus bully at the pay-per-view. Well, then let's the fucking do it is. then. <laughs> let's fucking get it done. I, dude, I, I don't know. It's just, I feel like I'm seeing the same stuff again and again and again and again and again and again and I'm just, I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to move on. I'm ready. I'm ready, ready for the payoff. Yeah. Ready for the blow-off match. Um, Overall, I gave this three, though. Three, three sparkle, uh, sparkle Daves. Cool, cool, cool. Um, next up, we got Omega versus Pentagon. Yeah, we got three matches left. I couldn't believe that this was second to this was third. Yeah, yeah. It's two after this. Yeah, dude. This match was so. This was my favorite match of the show. Dude, I I forgot to fucking like take notes for like a like a solid yeah. like ten minute chunk. I'm like, fuck, I gotta get something in here. I mean, the whole match was great, but the the main thing I remember. Are all the package pile drivers? Package pile driver on the apron to Omega. I was, I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. And when I'm watching him, even the second one when they showed the replay, I'm like, his fucking head is hitting that mat. I'm like, you're gonna fucking kill him. The replays were so perfectly timed in this compared compared to like the WWE ones where I'm like, I don't need to see a replay of that. Yeah, they weren't overdone. Yeah, they they were just they were 
they, but dude. I, dude, they they were always at the right moment too. Where I'm like, man, I gotta see that again. I gotta rewind. Oh, oh, the All In logo came up. Cool, dude. He he set it up on the apron. I'm like, you're not fucking doing yeah. this. And I'm like, oh my god, why? Oh, uh, but the whole match was really just like Kenny. His matches are always great. Really fast paced. You have to see that. You have to whenever you're watching. Uh, are you, you're, you watching this tonight or tomorrow? Probably tomorrow. Okay. Dude, whenever Kenny does one a little bit, it's just slightly later after that one, to him, a package file driver, dude, I, I, it, his neck, like, That's I don't understand it. That's the one I was talking it. about. I don't understand That's it. That's the one I, I was don't. talking about. Like, you can see the way he landed. I'm like, holy fuck, when he did that one. Because the one on the apron was brutal, but, like, the angle they showed of the replay of the second one, I was like, holy fucking shit. Dude, it's, it's, it's like a... Um, it, it's like Kenny, Kenny, like, got a letter from, in the mail, and it said, send me friends, and it said Hiromu at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> send me friends. <laughs> this hospital's lonely. <laughs> oh. Um. He's a rehab partner. Let's see. Uh, then Pentagon broke his arm. Um, I do, I remember... Seeing, I don't know how long he's done this, but I remember seeing him do it back whenever I used to watch Lucha Underground. Yeah. That was a, a shtick he seems to have kept. Um, and then later on, when Kenny finished with the one-winged angel, he had that uh, he had the cell that he couldn't hold the cover down real well. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, is he going to break because of this? And he didn't, but it was one of the, another one of those false, Dude, false finish situations. Every time you watch now, you're going to be like, is this the one where the person kicks out of the one-winged angel? And dude, it has to happen. It's going to happen eventually. And it's going to be huge when it happens, dude. Oh, Jesus. How many did this get? Uh, this one got four. Yeah, it was real good, man. It was dude, real I, good. I'm just going to say right now, the rest of them got four. Okay. E- e- even even the uh, the marathon match that they had to run through real quick got four. Um, so next, let's, let's, what do we got next, Gable? Scroll versus Okada. Okay. Okay, this match, like as it was going on like the first five minutes, I, I wasn't really super into it. I like scrolling everything, but I'm like, I'm not a big Okada fan. I'm just like, it's all right. I think it definitely got a lot better towards the end, and it got me into it, so I didn't end up in, didn't end up enjoying it. But in retrospect, what made me mad was the fact that this match is the reason that the the main event got cut. And like, the more I I hear about it and think about it, the more I get pissed off that the Young Bucks and Cody, who promoted this fucking show. The Young Bucks didn't get their their chance to have the amazing match they wanted to because Okada and Skrull were selfish and took twelve extra minutes. Now this is this is like that's not like a joke or anything, yeah. right? How do you yeah. know? That, how, what was your source on this? Just so just to make it clear. Oh, uh, I'm trying to. It was oh, one no. of the shows because uh, I know Cody did interviews. Cody did an interview after on JRs. The Bucks are on Colt. Um, so it was either. It was either the Bucks or or, or uh, Cody, or it was on Meltzer's thing reporting it. Okay, but I know that they said that that's what it was. That the match went longer than it was supposed to, and I thought it was funny because um, <laughs> every time they mentioned this whole family is going to stick together, Skrull's never there, and I'm like, Skrull's the one that had the match that went too long, and I'm like, I'm sure it's just a, a coincidence, but I'm like, that's funny, dude. As soon as dude. That's- as soon as we start talking, we start talking about this. That's it. Kind of popped into my mind. What if it's is is it a, is it a 
a coincidence? Is it a, it's gotta a be gimmick? A coincidence. Is it is it like legit? Like, dude, there's so many. I mean, so it's many, it's gotta be because dude, they're so friendly and joking each other on their show still. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So they gotta be friends. And like like I said, the Matt even called Scroll to come out at the end. He's like, "Come on, everybody, get out here." But like, maybe Scroll's mad about something. I mean, and maybe it was maybe it was this maybe it was just Okada. I mean. Okada is the fucking dude in New Japan that's the main eventer that's been having the... Like, I feel like if they're doing the match, Okada's probably the one that's like, you know... I don't want to say the veteran, but he probably has more experience and he probably is... Yes, running, running the Yeah, running the match more. So it's like, I, I can't... You, you don't know. I mean, that's just this is just what I... I mean, and they said it went over. They said that the show went over. So, I mean, it definitely... Somebody's match went over. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's not a lie. That's a fact. And it would make sense that it was the uh, that late in the show that you couldn't do anything about it. But I had a thought, and I don't know if this, and I wish I could ask Cody or the Bucks this because I'm really curious. I wonder because the Bucks timed the first half of the show, and Cody timed the second half of the show. And basically, what they're doing is they're just making sure everything stays on track. Nothing gets behind. That's like their job, yeah. okay? As because like, they're the executive producer. So I wonder if they purposely put. Because they booked the show themselves, they put Cody as the last match in the first half, and the Bucks in the last match of the second half. So if any matches had to be cut last second, there's the ones that they have to forfeit, and, and not the NWA one. Yeah, it makes it, sense. It, like it'd be there. Well, I just mean like it'd be them because they're running the show and they would want to have to suffer and take the loss if anyone does. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, that could just be a coincidence. But yeah, I don't know. It, it just really made me mad when I heard after the fact that this match went that long because this match was really fucking long. Yeah, but eh. yeah, yeah. Any match could have been shorter. I, I suppose it, it, it. I can't disagree that I'd prefer that this match be the shorter one and yeah. that Bucks match be a little longer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't really have much to say about this one. Uh, no, neither did I. Uh, the the only thing I really that really stood out that I wanted to mention was the uh, Rainmaker that Scroll performed. Yeah, that was Dude, good. I, I thought that was finishing the match for sure. I yeah, thought that was, was it. It was a really good false finish. Um, I like the all in umbrella. That was funny. Yeah, dude. I, I kind of now I gave originally going into like when I finished my notes, I had the Cody one. With four stars. And then I, I kind of talked to myself, and you helped me talk myself into the five star, just with all the importance surrounding that match. Yeah. Now, I that point had to come from somewhere. I can't just be giving out points willy-nilly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Oh. I also didn't know about this whole time dilemma issue. So it kind of makes me want to take here's, from the pot. Here's the know? thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Like... I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I've agreed with pretty much everything, but when you said this one got four stars, I was like, really? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Four Dave Meltzer. Four yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow. I don't know. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Man. Dude. Oh, I can't believe we didn't mention this. The fucking, how about the fucking promo before he came out with the two guys pointing and he broke both their fingers? Oh, that yeah. That was so funny. Yeah, that was fucking funny. That was really funny. Dude, I, I mean, I, I got I think, excited for the moment whenever Okada had him like in like uh, Rainmaker position and whatever. Yeah. And he grabbed his hand real quick. Yeah. And, uh, like there, there were moments where I still got really excited. Hey, so. dude, if you liked it for four, leave it at four, man, if that's how much you liked it. I know, but the fucking thing irritates me that you're right, dude. Like this was their match. This was their night. Dude, and I'm just like, really? It made me. It makes me so mad. 
I, it's kind of tainted for me now. Yeah. I, I mean, three's still not bad. Three's still not bad at all. I, I'm willing to, to settle with, with three Sparkle Daves for this one. Because my understanding, if I think three sounds good. Yeah. My understanding is that the two matches that went long was the Hangman Page match went long, but that was only by a couple minutes. And then this match went long by like 12 minutes. Yeah, but the Hangman Page one was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. You're like, it was great, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so now we have, what, the main event? Yeah, the main event, we got the Golden Elite. Uh, at least three of them. We got uh, Coda, Matt, and Nick versus. Uh, is there a name for this group? The Luchadors, the uh, uh, Phoenix, Ray Mysterio, and Pentagon Junior. No. Nope. Uh, Bandito. Bandito. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, raise gear. Dude, Ray's gear was so fucking awesome. Remember I texted you, I was like, you're going to like Ray's gear. Yeah, dude, I I fucking... Dude, how we we skipped it. What? We skipped, like, the biggest surprise of the night after the Kenny match. When the fucking lights went out. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. How the fuck did we skip that? Let's get back to this, dude. Okay, so as I'm... This whole show, me and Tito are like, all right, the firing squad's got to be on here somewhere. Yeah. They were at StarCast. They were added. Everyone else at StarCast has been on this show. Like, they got to be on here. So we're sitting there. The lights go out. I'm like, dude, this is going to be it. Okay. Right where we're sitting at, down on the floor, I saw, like, guys start running through the crowd from there. And I'm like, Tito, it's a fucking firing squad. It's them. And he could, he was like, where? I was like, right there. And I tracked him, watched. And I watched. I was like, they're right there. And he couldn't see him. I'm like, dude, I can see him. And then you could see a guy jump the rail. And I'm like, he's fucking right there. He just jumped the rail. He's going behind the ring. He goes behind the ring. It comes out. And he's standing in the ring. I'm like, it's not the firing squad. And we're just like, Holy fucking shit, it's Jericho. Yeah. That was so fucking cool. Yeah, dude, it is definitely a really cool surprise. Dude, it was a badass surprise. Dude, Jericho does not hide well in someone else's clothes, though. No. <laughs> I, dude, as not. soon as the lights came back on, I'm like, Pentagon and Jericho. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it was so cool. But, like, because it was funny, because whenever he left, he went out the same way that he came in. I was like... But, yeah, it was really funny, because it was super dark, but I could kind of see, like, them running through, which was really yeah. cool. But... One thing, one thing is nuts is the Bucks fucking had to give him a private jet and flew him. He did a concert after that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They had to give him a private jet and fly him straight to Kansas City to do a Fozzie show right after that happened. Like the same night, which is pretty crazy. Um, but that was really cool. That dude can pick his fucking spots, man. Dude, that guy. And yeah. dude... Vince is gonna be Vince probably dude, Vince is gonna be so pissed. Do you have any good Jericho matches that that uh you can think of eh, his actual matches for me have always just been okay. I do. I really want to get into like some old Jericho stuff. They've just been okay, but maybe I'll just find some shit on YouTube, like some yeah. highlight reel. But I'll tell you what, though, dude. Like after Jericho saying he'd never do anything U.S. besides WWE and changing it and appearing it all in, yeah, dude, Vince is gonna be pissed at him, man. Dude, I, Vince has to know. He's gonna be so. There's no mad. way Vince doesn't know. He's gonna be so pissed about it. But that was really cool. But anyway, yeah. So we we forgot to cover that. But back to the Bucks. Yeah, dude. There is if if we sat here and we fucking went over every sick move that was in this match. I mean, just look who's in it. Look who's in it. It's fucking insane. Yeah, the one thing that stuck out to me was like Bandito and one of the other guys. They did some kind of fucking weird rolling move and then turned it into a Canadian destroyer that blew my mind. I was like, that was fucking cool. There, and, and you said all these moves. Is this, are, the, is this the thing? Because the um. Maybe that's what, that's what this is. My mom called when I was watching this match, and I had a note to 
uh, to ask you about it. I forgot to ask you before we started recording, though. Um, but it was an inverted Spanish fly. The announcer did not sound sure about what the fucking name of the move was. I don't even remember what. I don't even remember it. Yeah, maybe when you're watching, you can yeah. think about it. Um, yeah, but dude, there were just if I sat if we just sat here and just went over every cool move, like I I, I feel bad going over one over the other and. Just go watch the match. Dude. Go watch the match. It was great. See, it was a great match, especially for like them rushing through it because you could clearly see they were rushing. Well, through what, it. what's mind blowing too is that whenever they were on Colt's show after that the next day, when when we were, I was listening, they were they were saying that their biggest the biggest regret they had about the show was the fact that the match got cut. And dude, I think it was Matt goes, "You guys don't understand. Like we probably did half of what we had planned to do." Like we had, they were like we had so much shit that we wanted to do, and they're like it just kills us that we couldn't get to it all. But you guys only saw like half of what we had planned. Jesus. And then I guess I guess, but I mean the, the match was rushed. But like what was most rushed was at the end because they just had to hurry up and finish it up real quick. But yeah, it, it was a, it was a great fucking match. Dude, it looked like the breakup was like accidental. <laughs> there, whenever Bandito dove in and it broke up, I'm like, I think they were trying to finish it. Why did uh, he dive in? Well, yeah, well, what? Because well, they like kind of fell over when they were in the the pile driver like tombstone yeah. thing. But yeah, it was a great match though. Yeah, dude, I, I like I said, I, I thought it was gonna be over there though, and um, it, it seemed like they're like, well, what, what, what move do we do to actually finish this now? And they hurried up and like, Melter driver, <laughs> done. Well, they were they already like. I can't remember who they said that someone yelled at him because it was so they said that there was only thirty seconds left and I think it was the ref or something you heard it yelled Melson driver because like that was the finish that they planned yeah yeah so but like they, they yelled him to do it real fast so like fuck so they hurried up and did it and then got the oh, got the pin but yeah it's just there's like a weird a weird feeling like they thought it was going to end there and then. They hurried up and did the Meltzer driver in it. And well, it. it was probably something where they had that spot and there was supposed to be a lot between it and then the finish. You know what yeah. I mean? I bet that's probably what it was. But, yeah, like, like you said, it, even though it was, like, cut in half, it was still a great fucking match. Dude, it's just, like... Sorry. I was eating. Um, How dare you. <laughs> the, the, the moves alone, just individually looked at, are just yeah. phenomenal enough to put this match over the top for me. That's it. We're done. Four. The whole show. Oh, the whole show? Yeah. Five. That was it. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it. it's not going to work out like an average system. Like, you're not going to take all the stars up and average them to, if they have me put my rating on the show. Um, but they're just consistently high-rated matches and consistently enjoyable and, and fun to watch. And I, 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 can, I can relax and watch. I can walk over there, come back, and not feel feel like I haven't missed anything. Um Dude, it's it, it was fucking great. It was a great show. I, I loved it. It lived up to my expectations. Yeah, it was really good. It delivered. I was a little sad Flip didn't win. Yeah. Huh? Flip. Can't win them all? Flip. Dude, it was kind of... that's kind Yeah, Flip. It was kind of needed the the not... Because if everyone won the belt they were going after, it'd be kind of yeah. dumb. Or won the big match that they needed, it'd be dumb. Well, they also kind of like... I've it was talk- tough on match. Wait, I don't want to ruin something you haven't saw on TV yet. Never mind. What? Well, I heard about something that happens on the tapings. I don't want to okay. involve Jay Lethal, but I'm going to leave it alone. All right. You, you might not know. So. All right. But that's that's it for our review of All In and StarCast. 
That is, that is all. This has been a long show once it's all said and done and put together. But uh, it's, but that's it. Make sure you guys do your shit and follow us and uh, all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we plug anymore? What? Why do we plug anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I want to go on Twitter and talk to us, really. Oh, we can plug Twitter. At BreakroomBS1. We did yeah. it. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> Subscribe on YouTube, though. You already know where it is. You're already there. Just fucking subscribe to it. Subscribe. Throw comments yeah, on. Comments. Any, Talk to us. Co- comment on. Uh, you can you can put iTunes reviews down. You can uh, comment on YouTube on on our our uh, whatever this, this fucking episode's called. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm done. I'm done. All right. Everyone. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>